happy Friday! We made it! I'm so excited. So happy for the weekend. For praise and worship, we started off in South Africa. We're still in South Africa. And then we're going to head up to Nigeria. Jerusalem, Before you lose control 
Shine your light, shining so bright. Like a diamond, shining so bright. Shine your light, shining so bright. Like a diamond, shining so bright. Shine your light, shining so bright. Like a diamond, shining so bright. Shine your light, shining so bright. Like a diamond. Thank you, bro. It is 10 after the top of the hour. We're going to have the headlines coming up for you shortly. This is our praise and worship segment and we're doing it from the continent. We started off in South Africa. Now we are in Nigeria. However, this gentleman lives in uh, I think it's Connecticut, somewhere up there in the north um, east of the USA. You can find him on TikTok, Ling and Lamb. Don't worry about what people say about you, what they do to you. They can't stop you from going higher, no matter how hard they try. They want me to fall down, but God took me higher. They turned off my fire, but God gave me lighter. I am a survivor, I am a wave rider. You cannot stop my shine, you cannot mix my vibe. What is for you is for you. I'm going If they don't show you the way, the journey is going to be longer. But guess what? It might just work out for the best. No matter how many stumbling blocks they put in your way, 
No matter how many doors they close or tables they don't want you to pull up at, remember who got you. But God took me higher, they turned off my fire, but God gave me lighter. I am a survivor, I am a wave rider. You cannot stop my shine, you cannot mix my vibe. Sometimes people sit down and wonder how you got that job, how you got that gig, how you got that man, how you got that girl. How did you get that car? How did you get that house? <laughs> if they only knew. And just got to remind you once more. Count your blessings. Manifesting all of my greatness with my mouth, me testify to all of your goodness. Me sing, thank God for mercy. Counting my blessings, so many lessons. Everything I do by grace, by grace. Thank God for mercy. Counting my blessings, so many lessons. Everything I do. It is a quarter past the top of the hour, but I gotta let this one play. Shine your light, shining so bright, like a diamond shining so bright. Shine your light, shining so bright, like a diamond shining so bright. Shine your light, shining so bright, like a diamond shining so bright. Shine your light, shining so bright, like a diamond. Thank God for mercy. Indeed, we thank him, we thank him, we thank him. It's time for me to let you know what we got going on around the world. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. I'm here fidgeting. My apologies. <laughs> One cup of coffee, then I'll go. What are those eyes for Dono? <laughs> okay, clearly I'm not paying attention to the chat. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Thank you all so much for being here with me. Thank you to everyone logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, I have to say good morning to my studio audience aka my clubhouse family thank you so much for being here with me it is friday april 28th the last friday in april folks can you believe it may is right around the corner and you have some folks in here next month is their birthday and they're all the way torn up you know want us to know it's bulls bully season <laughs> Solo, yes, it is Taurus season, folks. Uh, what can we do but love them, you know? Anyway, 
Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee in Tow World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. It's where I read the news and we share our views. All right, in the Caribbean corner, Caribbean troops to participate in Charles III's coronation. Oh, I know what. Oh, I forgot. Everybody hasn't separated from the monarch. Okay. Uh, rapper Meek Mill wants to build a music school in the Bahamas. Opposition says Prime Minister's uh, statements in Trinidad and Tobago brought shame on St. Vincent. Uh, and there's an update. There was a nurse that was uh, shot. Well, she got injured in a midday shooting. And this is in Jamaica. Unfortunately, she has passed away. And one swine flu case has been confirmed in Jamaica. Uh, Paul, well wants the jamaica public service the um only providers of electricity in jamaica to be split into two companies to end the monopoly and i'm here for that and we gotta prepare for spice mass 2023 the evolution that's going down in grenada on the international scene okay ladies and gentlemen please make sure uh no children are around for this one put in your airpods <laughs> whatever cover their ears but on the international scene according to um doctors in the united kingdom throat cancer is on the rise and they say oral sex is to be blamed for it ah uh, yeah <sighs> mm-hmm. so <laughs> teflon i don't know what y'all be doing over there in the uk why y'all have never problem across the pond <laughs> oh boy i hope y'all can find a cure <laughs> i don't know if it's in the food i don't know it's in the water but news out of north america DeSantis said oh my gosh i'm sick of this man and i'm sick of florida yes i do live in florida and i'm sick of them both but anyway um DeSantis and florida gop looked up and public record laws as they attempt to shield his travel and other records ahead of lights likely white house bid what's wrong with these republicans and what's wrong with these floridians everybody's so ugh. oh my gosh y'all need jesus uh kids under 13 would be barred from social media under bipartisan senate bill and um a bill was passed in another state and i think i saved the tiktok video for that one i hope i did uh fingers crossed but you have to be 18 to be able to go on social media or is it on the internet but yet it's in the same state <laughs> a minor can get married okay somebody and go figure that one out i don't know what the heck is i don't know somebody wake me up because i swear i am dreaming i don't know what country this is i'm living in um i really don't know what's going on but yeah michigan clears criminal records for thousands of low-level non-violent offenders meaningful second chances ain't that a blessing and a mother wins a lottery tick well wins the lottery with tickets she bought celebrating her daughter's victory over cancer now for my friends who have deep pockets you can make your mercedes benz ev go faster for 60 dollars a month they're nice though i looked inside one one is in the mall um that i frequent when i want to walk around um they're really nice i was i was pleasantly surprised yeah 
but for $60 a month more, you can let it go faster. In health and science news, bacterial outbreak causes 31 infections in a Seattle hospital. Um, <laughs> James Corden, he's funny. Well, he had his final show and he had a message for everyone. We are all more the same than we are different. Yes, and I have to agree with him. All right, we're going to go ahead and get back to some more music. It's Afrobeats and I'm a Piano today. Here's a little burner boy for us to get started. We're going to be right back with the details and, of course, always great conversation. You go bow for the result, Nothing to discuss, oh, cause I think when you buy default and without any doubt, oh, I'm a me happy adult, oh, I no go feed the girl, I no go feed the girl is out, oh, I'm a mind as you did talk, oh, I put my life into my job and I know I'm in trouble, she manipulate my love, oh, I know holy, I Everybody go to our breakfast. Don't buy me croaking. <laughs> My throat is so messed up from all the laughing yesterday. You go bow for the risotto. Nothing to discuss, cause I think when you buy default and without any doubt, I'm a me happy adult. And I'm not gonna take your insults, so. I put my life into my job and I know I'm in trouble She manipulate my love, oh I know holy and I know that capo Like the Baba fry, oh my eye, oh Don't cry! I need to go The essence of this song, folks, is that you gotta sacrifice something if you want something else. definitely on the list it is coming up later on now i don't know what the heck is going on i'ma just say that this thing is deciding to play what it wants to play today and i'm not even going to argue with it 
I ain't got I'm unavailable for the stress so <laughs> here is diamond with JJ I hope you know say this equal say where you carry for back in they make me the quick quick baby quick quick your body fine, now when you whine, you blow my mind I don't wanna waste your time, so please be nice, so make your mind Kissing in the rainfall from the morning till the night this next one by uncle waffles yeah i can squeeze it in i like this one it's one of my new favorites I'm still struggling to get the dance routine. I'm supposed to be opening up the links to the, the stories and I'm here practicing, you know what? Let me get it together.
I don't know about you, but the Ama piano beat, they really hit. All the chorus is saying is ya yupia. folks it is time for us to go ahead and get started i'm here having too much fun but uh i hope you're home on teflon so you can cue it up because i i want to hear it okay so i gotta go to instagram okay <clears throat> okay i don't know listen i don't know what the heck um my app is doing this morning my dj app is doing this morning it's doing its own thing selecting its own song i guess it's saying listen listen b it's friday i'm over you <laughs> one cup of coffee then i'll go listen wh why am i even gonna argue because i selected coffee west Indies. i guess it's saying sometimes you just gotta go with the flow i'm gonna do what i want to do and you can't control me Oh Lord! I brought the money, like your lawyer said to do. And I'm still fighting because I'm determined to win. Okay, where's my coffee? Let's see how you gonna do me now. All right, finally, finally, it decided to get its act together. Let me just go ahead and say this because I'm, I'm going to close out my, um, I think I'm just going to restart my iPad and start it all over because uh, I ain't got time. Today is Friday. You ain't going to try me today. I must say that. But anyway, I got to give a big thank you to everyone um, listening on QMZRadio.com, the Quality Music Zone. Thank you to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. And of course, to my Facebook, hear me, my Facebook, you know, I, I'm here looking at too many things. My Clubhouse family, thank you so much. Appreciate each and every one of you. Okay, who is serving drinks? I think we need some drinks. Somebody bring a bottle of tequila or a bottle of Hennessy, something. We need some drinks. It's Friday. It's five o'clock somewhere. Um, what time is it for you? No, it's not five o'clock for you yet, Teflon. <laughs> 12 o'clock will be five o'clock for you but i swear it is five o'clock somewhere we need some drinks somebody oh tasha wants whiskey 
Any particular brand, Tasha? <laughs> Put it in the chat. Let you know we want to make sure you get the right one. Um, what about you, Rosola? What are you having? Javet, what are you having? Okay, Geely said <laughs> I want some I want some blank on the beach. <laughs> okay, coming right up. Uh Teflon says he wanted wants Henny. Tasha wants Jameson. All right. Geely wants chilled tequila. Any particular brand of tequila, uh Geely? Put it in the chat, Julie. Put it in the chat. MK, what about you? What are we having? Donald says Hennessy White Straight. Got that. Got coming right up. Uh yeah. Oh, listen, Teflon. You need to hurry up and get to Miami. I have your bottle put away for you, right? I do. Oh, Rosola says she wants white henny. Oh boy. Casamigos for Julie. And you know what I want? Fireball. That's cinnamon. <laughs> whiskey that's what i want that's what i want right now we might as well just have fun sometimes you know folks um we plan and we prepare and we plan and we fine-tune and we do everything because we want things to be perfect and it doesn't always go that way and what happens to us usually we get frustrated we get flustered we get angry but sometimes when things don't go the way we want them to go, it's a gentle reminder that we only have so much control. Only so much, right? And also it's telling us to chill, just relax. Just relax, right? So we embrace. Hold on, I can't. <laughs> These men are Donald, Donald getting jealous in the chat. Donald is saying, so wait, Teflon getting special treatment. <laughs> no, Donald. If you'd like, I, I can get a bottle for you too. I, I'll just have to order some more from Trinidad, but I can definitely get a bottle for you too. <laughs> okay, man, calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> Never mind, Teflon. You know, as the um president you 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 know <laughs> but you're gonna have to declare it on um your what you call it benefits list things that you get <laughs> you're gonna have to declare it you can't keep it private private right so all right let's go ahead and get into it let me get serious for a second time is going folks so i don't know why but caribbean troops are to participate in charles iii's coronation Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. Next week's coronation of King Charles will have some Caribbean flavor as Defense Force personnel and police officers from the region will participate in the grand affair. Anguilla and Montserrat have already selected their representatives that will be heading to London for the May 6th coronation. Approximately 4,000 military marching troops from the UK and Britain overseas territories are expected to participate in the procession from Westminster Abbey to Buckingham Palace. Inspector Helmut Mason will represent the Royal Anguilla Police Force as part of the coronation uh, procession. Mm. <laughs> you know what, let me keep my thoughts to myself. Go ahead, Teflon. Teflon, you're gonna be the big selector at the coronation. No, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in Trinidad. Oh yeah, that's right. I, yeah, I timed it right. I'll go away from the madness at the right time. 
<laughs> I wonder if any well, young people are going to be out there, Teflon. No, 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 no. Young people, I, I keep telling you guys, young people don't care about the Royals. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be full of old people. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no behavior. <laughs> you know they, they, they've started decorating the whole streets now. They've got, they got the Union Jack everywhere now. Wow. The streets, yeah. <clears throat> They're prepared. It's going to be a big thing. They're doing the rehearsals as well. I heard how they're doing the rehearsals because they don't want nothing to go wrong. Because they said the queen's, the queen's, um, um, what, what do they call it? What's what's the what's the name of the ceremony? The coronation. Yeah, the coronation. They said the queen's one was spotless. There was no, there was no errors. Um, I think the ones previous, um, there was like loads of errors, mm. but um. They need they need this one to be spot on as well. Okay. Yeah, like even because because they're saying that now because everyone's on social media, mm -hmm. like there's going to be cameras everywhere. Everyone's going to have their phones out, so they they're not going to miss anything. Like even even if a pin drops, they'll notice, and it's going to be all over the news. Wow. So um, yeah, they they're doing a lot. Like literally, when when you come to London, yeah, especially. Like when you go to central London, it's like flat, like the flags are waving everywhere in the middle of the roads. Um, yeah, they're cleaning up the streets as well. They, they, yeah, they're, they're going all much. out. They're going yep. all out. <laughs> and to be, and you know, you know, I got to realize that people don't really care for this king. People don't really care for him. Everyone's like, oh. and then what? What I heard them saying as well. They're saying his age as well because he's old. They're wow. saying that he's not he's not going to be reigning for too long, so there's no point. <laughs> you people are <laughs> terrible over there. <laughs> they said that he's going to be he's going to be ruling for for ten years, and that's it. Ten years, and then it's going to be a next one. Wow. So I think the queen the queen was in um, was there for about seventy years or something like that. Seventy years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. but yeah, I won't be here for it. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be eating doubles and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna be hating on you. But it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right, so that's what's going down over there. Yes. Um, next up, the opposition says Prime Minister's statements in Trinidad and Tobago brought shame on St. Vincent. This article, also courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. Opposition leader of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Godwin Friday. Oh, what a name to have. Yay. I wonder if he parties all the time. Well, has criticized Prime Minister Dr. Ralph Gonsalves for comments he made last week at the Caricom Symposium on Crime in Trinidad. Gonsalves told the gathering of Caricom heads of government, academics, and judicial officers that some young males murder to support the lifestyle of beautiful hymen tenants woman friday speaking on his weekly appearance on his new democratic party's news times on nice radio uh, expressed disbelief at the prime minister's statement saying he had embarrassed the country well i gotta give it to you friday don't don't chastise him he's not wrong i've had this conversation with people i know Men will do illicit things. And it's been going on since Bible days, over 2,000 years ago. 
for the sake of a woman. We all know the story of David, right? King David. When he put the wife's husband at the front of the battalion so he would get killed because he wanted the woman because she was oh so fair, oh so fine. Mm -hmm. These things happen. It's nothing new. Women say they want a particular model car and the man is not making enough. He goes out there and he does something illegal. Sometimes the point of murder because he's trying to keep the woman. It does happen. We read it in the headlines. So um, he didn't say he, what he said was not embarrassing. I don't know. In my opinion, I don't think it is. I think he's speaking the truth. And on that note, what I'm finding more and more is that we don't want to hear the truth. And I think it's because for centuries, we have been taught that lies are more acceptable. We've become so gullible to misinformation. Lies, untruths deception that when we hear the truth we find it highly offensive so how can we be telling our children don't lie to us when we exist in a world full of lies and i think the lies that we hear and the lies that we um promote and you know it makes us feel better it's like this comfort zone and we don't want to get out of it. If you want to talk about lies, let's talk about the history. Many of us from the Caribbean can, can relate to what we have been taught in schools throughout the islands. We were never taught the truth about our history to the point where now there is so much confusion. You don't know what is real from what is fake, what is true from what is false. You really don't know. And it can be daunting. So instead of being embarrassed, <clears throat> see how you're going to address the situation, the truth. What can be done in the various countries across the island to change the truth? so that it's no longer truth. It's something of the past, right? Yeah, but it is true. They want these beautiful young women and these beautiful young women come at a cost. But you know, they also have a saying, don't put your basket where you can't reach it. If they are out of your price bracket, out of your price range, bro, Take on what you can afford. Don't be trying to drink champagne all day, every day on a bare budget. It's not going to work. You're going to end up in problems. Be realistic. Right? Be realistic. And sometimes these, not sometimes, many a times these quote-unquote high-maintenance women, they don't even want you behind. They only want what you can give them. And I'm, a be, I'm just being real about that one. All right, next up, 
A nurse who was injured in a midday shooting has died. This story is courtesy of the JamaicaStar.com. The practical nurse who was shot and injured during a brazen midday shooting along the Sand Bay Main Road in Clarendon, Jamaica, has passed away. She has been identified as 25-year-old Avigay Ellis of Roswell Road in Sand Bay. It is reported that at about 1.45 p.m., the woman was on her way home when a black Honda Stream motor car drove up behind her. A man exited the vehicle and opened gunfire, hitting Ellis in the buttocks, hands and face. Ellis succumbed to her injuries on Wednesday night whilst being treated. A total of 37 people were killed in Clarendon up until April 23. The figure shows a 76.2% increase when compared to 21 homicides, homicides rather, over the corresponding period last year. But wasn't it just a couple of weeks ago that the Minister of um, National Security said that and, and um, there was a reduction? Horace Chang, did it... Did, or am I dreaming? Because I'm sure I read that right here a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the murder rate in Jamaica and how many murders had been done and the number of days when you compare it to the number of days in the year that had passed so far. I want to believe it was back in March. So what is really going on? Is it that nationally the crime rate has gone down when it, when we talk about murders but now when you look at the um individual parishes some have gone up i don't know but this is not a good look okay thank you javet that that has to be what it is so clarendon what are you going to do about it what are you going to do 37 up until April 23 versus 21 last year. Same time period. We have work to do. Next up, courtesy of NationwideRadioJM.com, the Southern Regional Health um, Authority, the SRHA, has confirmed one case of H1N1, also known as swine flu, at the Mandeville Regional Hospital. The chairman of the SRHA, Wayne Chen, told our new center that an investigation is underway. And I do believe I have a soundbite for this one. Um, moving a little slower today because I had to shut down everything and uh, start back over. All right. Yeah, got the soundbite. Here we go. You know, we're managing the case and observing our protocols to ensure that there is no spread or nothing outside of what we normally do. H1N1 is a subtype of the influenza A virus. In June 2009, the World Health Organization declared H1N1 a pandemic, the first pandemic since 1968. And Jamaica recorded its first confirmed case of H1N1 on May 31, 2009. Next up, bail granted to policeman whose daughter died after he left her in a car. This story is also courtesy of Nationwide Radio. Detective Sergeant Sheldon Dobson, who's been charged with manslaughter in the death of his 18-month-old daughter, had his bail amount reduced when he appeared in the St. Elizabeth Parish Court on Thursday morning. 
Detective Sergeant Dobson was arrested last year after his infant daughter, Shalea, died after being left unattended in his car for several hours. The court reduced his bail amount from $750,000 to $200,000. Reports are that on January 17 last year, Detective Sergeant Dobson forgot his daughter was inside the car when he locked the vehicle and reported for work at the Black River Police Station. Dobson was expected to drop off the child at a daycare facility. He's set to return to the St. Elizabeth Circuit Court on July 27. I cannot begin to imagine what he's going through, what any parent is going through, any parent who mistakenly left their child in the car and the child died. They have to live with that for the rest of their lives. But how many times have we heard these stories, not in Jamaica per se, but in the U.S.? People forgetting, and I can't, for the life of me, understand how we forget our children, but we don't forget our cell phones. And that's the part I'm tr- I, I struggle with. And I find it unexcusable. You don't forget your cell phone, but you forget your child in the car. That is how... Dis- that is- go ahead, go ahead, Teflon. Go right ahead. Just wondering, is this? Do you reckon? Do you reckon he's going to do jail time for that? If it like, if it's proven that it was an honest mistake, um, is it, yeah. Do you reckon he will do jail time for that? You know, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to. I really don't think he's going to. So, so, okay, so, so, um, you'd you'd want you'd want to see him um do jail time for that. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Because possibly if it was me, I would have to face the consequences, right? For a mistake. For not it And it's and it's his it's his own child and it was a mistake. It's not like he killed someone else's child. Exactly. Because they face the cons the consequences here in the States, they have to. You know, may not be life or may not be many years, but there is some amount of accountability. I don't know. What are you? Well, how do you feel? Do you think he should or should not? I just, th- I, I just think there should be some punishment. But I think a custodial, custodial sentence um, for an honest mistake, especially if it's your child. I don't. I think doing jail time. I think that's. A, uh, I don't know. It's I think hard. it's a little bit harsh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is hard. Because remember, remember, he's he's not only going to do time, he's going to be doing time. And then he's going to have to deal with the trauma as well, you know. He's going to have to live that for the rest of his life. And plus being incarcerated as well, I think it's a bit much. There should be some kind of punishment, like a fine or community service or something. But yeah, I just think custodial sense a bit too much. What, what does everyone think, though? That's a good question. How do we all feel about that? How do we feel? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, Javed. Go right ahead. Let me just say, because I was dancing around so much this morning, I left my glasses. Oh, no. So I really can't eat, I really can't eat the little on and off uh, mic. Oh, so no. if it comes on by accident, 
just you know yeah, i apologize for that we got you we got you okay it, it, the glasses is more for reading but you know the phones here i i i find it very disturbing for someone to leave a child in a car mm -hmm. i just like you i can't fathom how do you not know your child is in the car I, I, and and I don't know if it's because I'm a woman and you know your child kind of heartbeat kind of beat with your own heartbeat mm -hmm. you know it's, it's not like you're in a mall and the child is playing and you turn around for a second and you know how children could disappear very quickly right, right. this is your car but I think that putting someone in jail will just make them more crazy than they already are, meaning the distraught mm -hmm. will just impound them even more being in a cell just sitting there and you just, you, you're just going to be constantly thinking about what you did, what you did, what you did. I think it'll be more detrimental, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So now, now I'm gonna try to find the button again. <laughs> Don't worry, I can, I, 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 I can, I can mute it for you. Don't worry, I got you. I'll mute it for you. Don't strain your eyes. Yeah, um, it's tough. It's a tough one, Teflon. It really is a tough one, and I, I see where you're coming from. I really do um, understand the reasoning. Let's see what the yeah, law says. Yeah, because like if 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 they do if they do um, put him in jail, it's going to be based on the fact that how like like what Javette just said like how do you leave your child in the car and forget? There's, it's going to be based on that, but you don't know what's going. He's is like he's probably like miles away. He's probably dealing with a lot of things on his head and a lot of distraction. I know there's no excuse, but right, um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a reason why because it's just really weird how, how you can just <laughs> forget your child in the car. It's just, mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, if, imagine being in a cell, being confined like for a certain amount of years and having to deal with it. That would definitely like just, that would break you even more, you break know? Break even more, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not going to help. So, Julie put in the chat a manslaughter charge with maybe community service. Oof. Yes. So the so the manslaughter charge that that comes with a five year sentence. Okay, so five years yeah. and then our community service. But let me ask the woman something. Well, in the states, I want to tell you this though: majority of the cases where people have left their children in the car and the children die, women women have gone inside the homes. There was one case in Texas: left the car and the child. We have seen them where they have gone to work, left the child in the car, gone to the mall, left the child in the car. Woman. Right. Um, and I remember when that happened, they said, oh, you know, you need to put something in the back seat so you'll remember to turn around and look and blase, blase. But woman, let me ask you a question. You're with this person. This is your partner, your husband, whatever. And this happened. How would you react to him? Could you be with him after that? Or would... Okay, did I come off mic? Yes, you did, you did. Okay. <laughs> I kind of know on the phone where the mic is. 
honestly, <laughs> honestly, I I could not answer that. I, I just have to be one hundred percent. I could not answer it, yay or nay. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things where I I I'd have to be in it in order to answer it. God forbid. I'd have to be in it to answer it. And, I, and, and I'm not going to dismiss myself. I have locked my child in my car. Because mm-hmm. I had a car that when you step out the door, the door order, automatically locks. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that I've never done anything to my child. You know? Right. But to leave them in a car for hours, I just... Just, I can't. I, I don't understand it. And we all know that women have multiple children. You have the post-traumatic stuff that happens after you have a baby. I mean, look, I'm dancing around and I left my glasses, you know? Mm-hmm. I was already on the highway before I even thought about where they were. But a child, I mean, and most babies are awake when they're in the car. It's not even like nighttime. In the daytime, most of the time, they're awake. I mean, even when I lock my car now, I, I lock the door and I look in the car before mm-hmm. I walk away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I, honestly, if my husband was to do that or a boyfriend was to do that, I just, I don't know. So thank you, uh, Javed. Thank you, uh, Teflon. And um, Julie put in the chat, that kind of trauma could do either two things, bring you closer together or tear you apart. There's no in-between. I, I, I have to agree with that. It's going to be one or the other. Because Wow. Just a process that I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh boy, so bail has been granted. They have significantly reduced the bail amount. That little girl is so cute. Oh my gosh. Absolutely adorable little baby. That must be hard. Oh. Wow. Moments, how old was the child? 18 months old. Wow. Yeah. 18 months old. All right, our next story, New Haven residents secure injunction barring multi-story construction. This story is also courtesy of Nationwide Radio. Residents of New Haven and Whitcomb Heights, Upper St. Andrew, have won a major victory in the Supreme Court, barring the construction of a multi-story townhouse complex. Residents argued that the complex would alter the quality and character of the surrounding neighborhood. The ruling was handed down on Wednesday and saw the court reject the property owner's request to declare obsolete a restrictive covenant preventing the development of the property. Uh, Siobhan Campbell has been reading the ruling. The claimant, Marcia Givens, is the owner of a plot of land at 23 New Haven Avenue in Whitcomb Heights, Hope Pastures in Upper St. Andrew. She went to court seeking to have the restrictive covenants for the neighborhood deemed obsolete to facilitate the construction of the complex. The covenant restricted properties to single-story, single-family residences to maintain the quality and character of the neighborhood. Ms. Givens sought approval from the Kingston and St. Andrew Municipal Corporation, which was granted on the basis that she would seek to have the covenants adjusted. 
However, the Supreme Court noted that construction began before any formal request for amendment was made. Several residents later objected to the construction and called on misgivings to cease and desist. The residents argued that the erection of a three-story townhouse complex changes the nature and character of the community, neighborhood, and strata. They say the third story also provided unobstructed views into their properties and would connote an invasion of privacy. Through her attorney, John Clark, Ms. Givens urged the court to exercise its discretion to allow for modification of the covenants. He contended that the face of the neighborhood had already permanently changed and covenants concerning such dwellings and land space ought to be deemed obsolete. It was further argued that the restrictive covenants prevent the land from being reasonably used for a purpose that the relevant agencies have approved. It was also suggested that the continued existence of the restrictive covenants would impede the reasonable use of the land for both private and public purposes. However, Ms. Givens was chastised by the court for starting construction before applying for modification of the covenants. The court outrightly rejected her defense that she acted on the advice of her contractor. Having regard to all the circumstances, the court further ruled in favor of the objectors. It upheld their concerns that the increased traffic, the loss of privacy, increased noise, and increased population density would permanently alter the character of the neighborhood. Ms. Givens' application for modification was denied, and her attorney was given seven days upon which to serve the order. Siobhan Campbell, for Nationwide News. All right. Um, I, I will go with the residents of Hope Pastures. I definitely will. If, if you have been to Kingston lately, in some of these neighborhoods, everybody knocking down house and putting up high-rise structures. I'm going to say high-rise, four-story, four stories, right? Everybody's turning their house into an apartment complex. Um, beyond that, there is a burden on the infrastructure that's in place. It's not as though the roads are being widened. It's not as though more pipes are being laid. Um, and th then the other thing is they're digging up the roads and they're not really fixing them back, which is a shame because I do believe the developers should be the ones to bear the burden to fix these roads back. But um, you can't have them every single where. I think proper town planning needs to remain in effect. And we also have to think about aesthetic and yada, 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 all of that. So I stand with the people um, who say they don't want it, you know. Um, come down low. Come down low. Abide by what will be um, permitted. I understand everybody looking for more money but the truth is we also have to think oh you know beyond money it's not always dollars and cents we have to think beyond that i'm gonna tell you that the traffic in kingston is terrible it's terrible um if anyone is familiar with hope road and where arden road is arden high school just to get out of arden road to get back onto hope road Oh, was a grueling. And I, when I say Arden Road, uh, the part of Arden Road is right across from where I had to go, was right across from Arden High School. And it took a grueling 30 minutes to cover what could be done in one minute. 
It's really bad. Just to get from Hope Road and Arden Road to Washington Boulevard to get out of Kingston, that was almost, that was over an hour. Over an hour. It's really ridiculous. I don't know what they're going to do. So we are putting up all these developments, but we're not doing something about the infrastructure to manage, to be able to manage the vehicular traffic. Possibly um, they're going to have to look into a trolley system or um, days when people just cannot drive their vehicles. They have to take a, a, a bus or a chartered situation, something, but something is going to have to give because Kingston has been bursting at its seams since forever and it's only getting worse. I don't know. Y'all figure it out down there. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Paul Well wants JPS split into two companies to end the monopoly. And I, I'm here for this one. This story is also courtesy of Nationwide Radio. The opposition spokesman on energy, Paul, Philip Paulwell, is calling for the Jamaica Public Service Company, JPS, to be split into two distinct companies in the interest of fostering competition. Mr. Paulwell made the call on Tuesday morning during, during his contribution to the sectoral debate in the House of Representatives. As part of his proposal, the JPS would lose its monopoly on the distribution of electricity. Here is Nora Gay Banton to tell us more. Mr. Paulwell says the time is right to introduce transparency and competition to the electricity sector. For this to happen, he believes the JPS must undergo a radical transformation. This is the right time also for discussions to commence, I believe, on the separation of the JPSCO into two arms and two cost centers. There should be a generation company and a distribution company. Makes, it makes for greater transparency. Again, in looking to the future, I want to suggest that we focus on greater technical and non-technical efficiency of the grid. We need to encourage greater access to net billing and wheeling licenses. The JPS, whose roots can be tracked back to 1892, has been the country's sole distributor of electricity since inception. Its license, which is usually approved for 20-year cycles, is up for renewal in 2027. Mr. Paulwell is urging the government to bring the company to the bargaining table early. I think negotiations should start now. Yes. And in those negotiations, because JPS wants something, the government should use its leverage to extract, even from now, certain things. Meanwhile, the former energy minister says it's time for the JPS to stand on its own two feet. He wants the guaranteed rate of return clause removed from its contract. I think the time has come when we consider seriously whether or not we want to be entering into 20-year private power agreement with licenses to to boot with our developers. I think we need to give, there is no need to give developers, entrepreneurs, any guaranteed rate of return anymore. No. 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 I think we need to create the environment of a truly free and fair competitive procurement yes. and allow risk takers yes. to invest with the confidence of banking on their technology and efficiency in making their profits. But we shouldn't be guaranteeing any more rate of return. Nora Gay Banton for Nationwide News. Mr. Paul Wells says the time is right to introduce transparency and competition to the electricity sector. For this to happen, he believes the JPS must undergo a radical transformation.
It is the right time also for discussions to commence, I believe, on the separation of the JPSCO into two arms and two cost centers. There should be a generation company and a distribution company. And I totally agree. JPS has been the monopoly since forever, literally, Wapi Kill Philip. And I think they need this competition. And I thank him for presenting this. How long he's been in politics? Paul will be around a long time, right? Why didn't he um, put that forward when the PNP was in power? But anyway, probably he didn't have the brilliant idea then. But it's necessary now. Because people feel so trapped. And you need the electricity. Not everybody can afford to set up solar right away because there is a cost factor to, to implement solar panels. Will it pay for itself over time? Yes, it will. But it's coming up with the initial cost. Unless solar providers um, or companies that deal with installate with i can't even talk with installing solar panels um unless they're able to work out payment plans and so on and so forth right um then it will be possible more in possibly more um affordable for 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 many but um i'm here for it the jps needs competition split it in two and i think the competition will allow them to recognize the importance of lowering the cost. You have so much load shedding going on from as a child. I'm 50 this year, right? Plus before my time. The matter load shedding. What's up with that? It's 2023. Can we do better? Yes, we can. NWC is the next one. We shouldn't have companies like these being a monopoly. They have the say-so. And whatever they say goes. And whatever they choose to do, you just have to fall in line. No, we need options. Just like how we have, um, you can jump from Flow to Digicel. Which other carriers down there? I don't even know. But you can jump from Digicel to Flow. If you're not happy with one, you go to the other. That's how it should be. Make it fair. I, I'm here for it. Thank you, Philip Paulwell. The PNP is starting to look a little more appealing to me. <laughs> I must admit. <laughs> but um, so some good news. Rapper Meek Mill, he's on to big things. He wants to build a music school in the Bahamas. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. U.S. rapper Meek Mill says he wants to work with the Bahamian government to build a music school in the country. Meek Mill, whose real name is Robert Remeek Williams, and his middle name is spelled R-I-H, with the meek added, expressed his plans on Twitter. And he asked if any of his millions of fans could connect him with the country's prime minister, uh, Philip Brave Davis. He says, I want to build a school in the Bahamas and teach them how to record and set up small studios the way we do in America. Who can connect me? Why did I think he was older than 35? He's only 35 years old. All right. So, um, the Prime Minister said in a reply to Meek Mill on Twitter, our administration is always open to discussing ways to advance our orange economy 
invest in Bahamians and empower our young people. To that though, Meek Mill, I think you want to add the, the business aspect, how to efficiently, how to exist efficiently within the music industry, not just to record and, you know, go into a studio and record, but to understand the business side of um, the whole thing. So I think that is important as well. All right. So good for you. Prepare for spice. Ma Rosola, what can you talk? What we got going on? Oh, she's on the phone. Rosola is on the phone, on the phone, on the phone. Rosola, we need our carnival reminders. Well, prepare for spice mass 2023, folks. I'm giving you the heads up. Um, you have on, well, today, today, if you're in Grenada, today, today, carnival launches today, then May 7th, you have the spice mass new york launch uh june 30th you have soca quarterfinals july 1st to 2nd you have uh quarterfinals again and then you have groovy quarterfinals coming up the 7th of july listen this whole thing going from july from may through june july to august is wanna have a guance in a grenado that you you people carnivaling Hmm. Oh, Rosolo is in front of a class. Sorry, Rosolo. The Grenadians or the Grenadines. What is how you what do you people refer how do they refer to you? Um where's Donna? Is it Grenadians or Grenadines? What do they say? But yeah, they're carnivaling over there for for real, for real. Teflon, you may want to hop on a plane and go check them out. Since you're gonna be in Trinidad, you shouldn't be too far. <laughs> Mm. sponsor me because the, fun, the funds are limited <laughs> I got a few ideas you can raise funds can't say it on air though <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> oh gosh so hold on Gili is jab jab similar to playing mass the um the the spice mass is it similar what's the difference between jab jab and and, and mass and well, Juve, we know is all the paint and the color and all of that. Okay, so they don't do costumes, just oil. So Jab Jab is similar to Juve, where's a lot of paint and all of that mess, I would imagine. Okay, perfect. Thank you. See, you got to learn about your Caribbean culture, folks. Got to learn, understand the, the language, right? So when they say Jab Jab, it is like Juve. And Juve is when you're nobody just up in a no brand name and fancy clothes, find some old yard clothes, what tear up, tear up, and stain up because they're going to douse you in paint. Nobody got there with your weave and your eyelash, pop them off, go put on a hat or something because you going to get painted up real good. All right. It, and then you go home and wash it off and then you get cute. All right. So just a heads up. Okie dokie. So yeah, so folks, get ready for that one. Wow. I can't believe but Grenada is a small one and need whole three months for celebrate to do all that carnivaling for. But I'm mad at y'all. I'm I'm low-key hating. That's what it is. <laughs> Yesterday we did not get the Oh, it is one of the safest Caribbean islands, too. Thank you for that, Gili. So folks, Grenada, one of the safest Caribbean islands. Check it out. Okie dokie. Um, yesterday, we did not get a chance to talk about this one. 
Um, it's five reasons to vacation in St. Lucia. Of course, we were we got the breaking news about Jerry Springer and we started to talk about him. So we got sidetracked. But um, yeah, so St. Lucia, five reasons to vacation, according to Caribbean.loopnews.com. St. Lucia is a stunning Caribbean island that should be on every traveler's list. With its sparkling turquoise waters, sandy beaches that are white, lush tropical forests, and vibrant culture, St. Lucia is the perfect vacation destination. Well, here are five reasons why you should vacation there. One, beautiful beaches. St. Lucia boasts some of the most beautiful beaches in the Caribbean. With its crystal clear waters and soft white sand, it is a beach lover's paradise. Some of the most popular beaches include Reduit Beach or Reduit Beach, Ansi Chastanet, and Sugar Beach. Whether you're looking to sunbathe, swim, snorkel, or scuba dive, St. Lucia's beaches have something for everyone. The other reason is the rich culture. St. Lucia is a melting pot of cultures with influences from Africa, Europe, and the Caribbean. The island's history is filled with stories of colonization, slavery, and the struggle for independence. Today, St. Lucia's culture is a unique blend of traditions from its past and present. Visitors can experience the island's rich culture through its music, food, and festivals. One of the most popular events to experience is uh, in St. Lucia is the, and I cannot say this, and I'm sure this is probably, is it Creole? French Creole? Junen Creole? Did I say it right? Give me the thumbs up, uh, Julie. You, you, will, you will guide me accordingly. I'm not quite sure. So let me, let me spell it. Juné. Thank you. Juné Creole. Creole. Okay, so it's Juné Creole, and I'm going to spell it J-O-U-N-E-N. K-W-E-Y-O-L. So that's a celebration that happens in St. Lucia. And the translation, I think, Gili just put it. What was it? Creole Day? Okay. <laughs> adventure activities is another reason. If you are an adventure seeker, St. Lucia has plenty to offer. The island's lush forests and rolling hills are perfect for hiking zip lining and mountain biking visitors can also explore saint lucia's unique geology through activities like mud baths hot springs and snorkeling in volcanic reefs for those looking for an adrenaline rush be sure to look or to book father nature adventures for an exhilarating experience and let's talk about cuisine mm. my mouth is watering so let me let me get it together because food is my weakness, folks. Yes, it is. St. Lucia's cuisine is a delicious fusion of African, Indian and Creole influences. Visitors can sample local delicacies like green fig and salt fish. Never heard about that dish. Callaloo soup. Familiar with that one. I think in Jamaica we call that pepper pot soup and cassava bread. Familiar with that. I think for us, we call that bami. I'm sure there's a similar, there's something similar. And I think the Latinos have cassava bread too. The island 
is also famous for its fresh seafood, including lobster, conch, and red snapper. Visitors can try local cuisine at street-side food stores or in upscale restaurants. And then number five, luxury accommodation. St. Lucia is home to some of the most luxurious resorts in the Caribbean, from private villas to all-inclusive resorts. Visitors can choose from a range of accommodation options to suit their preferences. Many of these resorts offer stunning views of the island's natural beauty, including iconic pitons. Visitors can also enjoy spa treatments, golf courses, and other amenities during their stay. So go ahead and put St. Lucia on your travel list. One of the places to go. All right, it's time for us to take a quick break, a little more Afro beats and I'm a piano for us. When we return, we have international stories as well as stories out of North America. Let's see if I can get this to play properly now. Ooh, yeah. This is Wizkid with Daddy Yo. Thank you to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com, the non-stop party vibe station. I hope you have already downloaded the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in our Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. We There is Joe Boy with Sip. He go be, he go see, he go feel her Because the blessings follow my heart Blessings follow my heart yeah, yeah. That's why I set my alcohol I don't wanna reason bad things no more I don't wanna go back to where I did before Make nobody stress me, don't disturb me, judge, judge, judge I 
everyone listening on the quality music zone qmzradio.com for quality music while you work or play keep it logged on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day for your sake i go go touch we go drive around if i'm my Porsche. baby bana they say like you are like Baby, Pana, anywhere that you go, I can follow you to go. Baby, Pana, I say like cassava, I get to be cassava. Baby, Pana, my love for you, you never die, you never die. If I ever, oh baby, if I ever, baby, you too sweet, if I ever, baby, dance to do the lagwaja. Make a take you to Pabalada. If I ever, oh baby, if I ever, baby, you too sweet, if I ever. Baby, dance to do the lagwaja. Make a take to Pabalada. Say love is a beautiful thing. Can you they cool my temper? Love is a wonderful tender feeling. You they give me ginger. So baby, dance, dance, dance. Everything in your eyes they give me life. Oh oh. I could give the love the thanks so for the sake, for the sake of love, oh baby, the be the body, 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 we go drive around if I'm my Porsche. Baby, Pana, they say you like you are like. I get you are like. Baby, Pana, anyway, Thank you to my Clubhouse family for rocking with me all week. Appreciate you. Thank you for the conversation, the perspectives, the insights, the views. Thank you for all of it. I know they form say I too righteous. No con they form say you too like us. No get the time for the hate and the bad energy Come my mind on my money Make you dance like broccoli Steady green like broccoli Standing on my grind, oh yeah, what they want Telling me, could you not my fantasy They want to check if my dad ain't no wrong But did they rush, did they rush where well it be much Now go they make my dad be the rush The kind money we touch, yeah Did they rush, did they rush where well it be much 
nobody like work But you must hustle if you want job You know finish, they won't fight us If them, they run, them no fit catch up I know they form, say I too righteous No con, they form, say you too like us Me no get the time for the hate and the bad energy Come my mind on my money Make you dance like broccoli Steady green like broccoli Steady on my grind, no Jean-Claude Van Damme, you think it's over, but I'm not yet done. I keep booing this 
give him a run, run. I said, Go on, let me do my thing one time. Go on, let me do my thing two times. Go on, give her that thing three times. If you really, really like it, we can go full time. You know, I handle my business from the start to the finish. I really ain't got no limit. I'm pop power to spin it. I got my haters to live it. The dreaming here, what I live it. Ain't got no time to be timid. Mess me with a gift. The voice of Big Trill Parte after Parte. Drop that thing up on me. Hey, but I get Kumani by way. It's a party after party because I got my money like Thank you so much for your patience, everyone. I'm just waiting for my computer to restart. And then we'll get back to business. They decided to freeze up on me. And that's okay. We'll just enjoy some more music. It could have been something different. You say you want money, baby. We could be loving my honey, kissing and cuddling life in Miami. We could have been something different, though. You say no money, no honey. Oh. You should be walking beside me morning and evening. How are you running? No, I don't tire for play, play. Things say now you go hold me down. Checking by hello, silly. With you, I want to settle down. You sweep me like soda. I me like lager, cool it down. Oh, my beautiful lady. Why you wanting to, wanting to let me down? All my niggas have been mocking me Now I guess the joke is on me It's unfair, baby It's unfair, baby, oh The way I want, no, they fuck with me Every time she they do call me See, I swear, baby Oh, I swear, baby Girl, you make me loco You play me like a loco All you want is my dodo I even buy you moto You want a low, low But why you leave me go, go See now I am so low Oh no It could have been something different You say you want money, baby oh. We could be loving my honey Kissing and coming Life in Miami Alone is a free town, but the people know the sea child. So, me go down to Lagos City, Jet of Africa, we no get constant electricity. Mm. See me go in the tree, too many people had a pity. Three years old, but all that they beg money. I will no be fast, my picking for how long to pray. Make it better. How many times we pray? Make it better. Since Mama bought me, my people they pray. Say make it better. Offering and tithe every day that they pay. Say make it better. Talk, talk, talk my own to my melody. Me no care, no one care for me. Who have you ever go give money? I'm the kind thing where they change your name. I'm in every year, I help everybody. But anyhow, I go, they must tell me. Someday, where they argue, who get money. But no better hospital, where they first do Insta blog, like television. No be post of a politician. Election, no selection. I'm on getting position. But go up, must come down. When I divest, I they come down. Sit alone, it's a free town. Free town. Free 
But the people know the see So me go down to Lagos City Giant of Africa, well Constant electricity See me go in the tree, too many people had a pity Three years old, but oh, they they beg money Highway no be for small picking For how long we go pray, make it better How many times we go pray, make it better Since mama bought me, my people they pray, say make it better Offering and tight, every day they they pay, say make it better Say make it better Tell me where I won't begin Hunger won't keep us in begin Down bad since 1993 Still be like this 2020 Don't know how we still they go like this Tell me how the road they buy like this Oh, for scarcity for country We get a bit in the need to take very fucking Go up and go down Thank you so much for your patience, folks. We are back in business. Thank you so much. Appreciate you all. For everyone on QMZRadio.com and JohnOradio.com. Thank you for riding out the music wave. Thank you to my Clubhouse family. Voice of Wizkid featuring Aria Star, Two Sugar. No man, I don't live my life on a long one in the show. Study bankrupt, man, I find my own demons. Keep the bad energy going. Play with no time when you see us. We got the right energy on. Bust to the rhythm, nothing long. With a fly with the thing on. And who know they grind, know they belong. Bad energy, you know, come as I Shorty nonsense, my grace to mommy My grace to mommy If you get the problem, my grace to mommy My grace to mommy I defy my own demons Don't you see? Don't know, don't you see If you get the problem My grace to mommy Yeah, I like her too, Aria Star. I like her vibe. Okie dokie. 
time for stories out of the international scene. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of the next story why everything is frozen up. <laughs> why everything froze up on me, right? Okay, so here we go. Uh, throat cancer is on the rise in the UK and doctor blames oral sex on it. Um, <laughs> why are y'all doing this to people, folks? Why y'all, you know, don't, don't, don't do that. People, people want to have a good time. <laughs> Don't limit what people can. Why people should? <laughs> you know what? Let, let me stop. Let me let me stop. Oh Lord. Um. Yeah. Let let me go ahead and read this one. I need to behave myself. Cookie ain't one, just like his credit. He got a beard when I'm trying to wet it. I let him. Mm, now he diabetic. I don't want to. Mm, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want you to touch that. Touch that. That swing in the back of my my talking is fire. The sun. The sun is. Oh gosh yeah i had to pull for that one this morning no more touching anything in the back of anybody's throats folks get it together no more <laughs> Sonette. okay i wish y'all on um internet radio could see sonette's picture here on um clubhouse so that do you intend for me to finish the news or no <laughs> you can just skip that story <laughs> has concluded that cases of oropharyngeal and i hope i said oropharyngeal cancer a type of throat cancer is quickly rising an expert from the institute of cancer in the uk has confirmed that having multiple oral sex partners is one of the leading factors to the rise of throat cancer epidemic okay folks so you know what you gotta do javette put it in the chat what you gotta do right um wrap it up you know candy flavors or whatever and be careful stop going around giving everybody um you know whatever you want to call it servicing everybody with your mouth stop put a stop to it protect your throat we don't need any throat cancer all right next up <sighs> back to florida how many of y'all are in love with florida right now who wants to move on down to florida we got space. <laughs> People are moving out, so we have space. Anybody? Anybody? Florida going once? Nobody? Florida going twice? Really? Y'all really quiet on this Florida thing? Nobody wants the beautiful white sand beaches? Hmm? Nobody wants that? The clubbing? Nobody wants that? Um, oh, my wow nobody wants trips down to the keys or to go out into the redlands and be on farms you know it's really beautiful down here folks good morning <laughs> good morning, good morning. i'm sorry i missed some. i'm just getting um good morning everyone happy friday happy are friday. we offering free hot homes in florida what's going on I just i'm giving away I, I, i'm giving away the whole damn state right now <laughs> oh yeah no one wants it is Santi going to be in there? Yes. Oh, no. We'll, we'll bomb it if Santi's going to. Let me buy Let me get, yeah, off, the get off the thing. Close your back. Close your back. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe Florida going three times. Not sold. It's free, folks. It's free. Damn. I thought people love free things. Okay. So, um, Teflon says you. No, naturally says you can have it all. 
Teflon says not to live, just to visit. All right, y'all are some haters. Y'all don't know what you're missing down here. All this food. We have a fusion. We have Haitian food. We have Jamaican food. We have Trinidadian food. We have Bahamian food. We have Latino food. We have Mexican food. We have it all here, folks. It's a melting pot you can visit so many countries just being right here you can go to brazil you know damn i'm really trying hard it's not working <laughs> naturally said that everything free is good for you and javid says i can get that in houston <laughs> so anyway the santas and a florida gop look to upend public record laws as they attempt to shield his travel and other records ahead of likely White House bid. According to CNN, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his GOP allies have moved to shield the Republican leader from the state's notoriously robust public records laws as he prepares to launch a campaign for the White House. One bill advancing through the Republican-controlled state legislature would conceal information about DeSantis's travel and who he has met with at the governor's mansion. Another would allow state political committees, like the one where DeSantis has stashed <clears throat> $85 million for his future political ambitions to report their fundraising activity less frequently. Separately, DeSantis in court cases has lately claimed executive privilege to block the release of records and to keep staff from testifying, a power typically reserved for, for presidents and which none of his predecessors had previously asserted is entrusted to the state's governor. If realized, it would give DeSantis tremendous new discretion to keep information about his administration from the public. Now, this is where y'all got it all messed up. Who is the government again somebody remind me who is the government we the people wake up folks we the people we put your your your, your we put you there DeSantis not me but we the people the ones who voted for you put you there and now you're gonna dump a load on them by not wanting them to be privy to what they have allowed you to do? What's going on? What's really going on? Republicans, what's up? Um, when are we going to get rid of these Republicans who feel that they're almighty and powerful, who forgot that they did not get into the positions they're in on their own accord? People trusted them. People voted for them. Yeah, and I know people lined their pockets too. Why the need for privacy? Why is it that you don't want us to know who you're meeting with at the governor's mansion? It ain't your mansion. Lest you forget, it ain't yours. You're just in there temporarily. It's not your forever home. Huh? Why is it so important that there is a need to report less frequently your campaign fundraising activity? Why is it that you don't want us to know where you're going? Hmm? What is so important? 
What is it that you're hiding from us? Now, if you have to hide these things, that means you can't be trusted. You cannot be trusted. And are Republicans on a large scale really okay with this? That not even them are going to have information available to them? Somebody please explain what's going on in his head for me because I don't get it. There is really one explanation. Yes, naturalist. Republicans are doing what I, what I admire in the sense when you have power, you must wield power. Now, if you look at not just Florida, but all these states who are controlled by Republicans, they're doing all these things that, quote-unquote, their base want. On the flip side, look at all these states that are controlled by, by Democrats. What have they done for their, for their base? What have they done to motivate their base? So in many ways, you know, I may not agree with what they're doing, but I also admire the fact that they're actually wielding powers. Uh, in California, in New Jersey, in New York, that is, is run by a Democrat. What about, what about having a, a, a state um, universal health care instead, instead of waiting for the uh, federal government to um, have a, a, a national one? So there are so many things they could do as quote-unquote liberal states, but they have done nothing. So I may not agree with the policies of the Republicans, but I admire the fact that you got power and they're using their power because, you know, when you lose power, they can't do the things that you want to do, so... We have power, use it. So I admire that. Mm -hmm. So in some ways, the Democrats should actually take a book, um, a page out of their book, and start making things ready for, um, you know, their, their voters. Uh, Joe Biden for set for re-election. Oh my gosh, I don't want to start with that one right there. But yeah, I admire using power. You got power, use it for the good. You hope, but they are over the wall right now. But yeah. Oh boy. Naturalists, naturalists, naturalists. But here's what the Republicans are saying. They're defending the legislation, right? Saying um, it is needed to prevent potential bad actors from learning about the security details and travel habits of the state's top executive. Huh? <laughs> Let's all laugh together on that one. Hmm? No, you no. <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. I, I, I don't understand. And people are going to be gullible and accept that as being reasonable. Huh? You're living in a government-paid building. You get government-paid transportation. You're existing on government-paid benefits. Who is the government again? We the people. If we don't pay the taxes, you don't have these benefits. And then you want to pretty much drop a big load of poop on us, on the people that voted for you? I don't get it. In claiming what? Security? Huh? I, I shudder to think of what's going to happen if he should ever become president of this country. May God help us all. May God help help us all oh and i just came across this um video that he is going to reduce the age at which folks can get guns i i didn't even i didn't even bring it up because i ain't got time for it i really ain't got time for it 
I don't know what, what else they want to go wrong in the state of Florida. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, next, enough of him. Speaking about underage or lowering age, kids under 13 would be barred from social media under bipartisan Senate bill. This story is courtesy of NPR. A bipartisan group of senators announced a new piece of legislation this week geared towards protecting children from aspects of social media they say are contributing to the mental health crisis impacting America's youth. The Protecting Kids on Social Media Act would set the minimum age of social media users to 13. For teens between the ages of 13 and 18, parental consent would be required and platforms would be banned from using algorithms to recommend content to those young users. Adults would have to create an account for their teens, providing a valid form of ID to become users on a platform, according to the bill. Children under 13, however, will still be allowed to view content on social media sites, the bill says, as long as it does not require an individual to log in to do so. There are four lawmakers sponsoring the bill. Republican Senators Tom Cotton of Arkansas, Alabama's Katie Britt, alongside Democratic Senators Brian Schatz of Hawaii and Connecticut's Chris Murphy, who say America's mental health crisis weighs most heavily on adolescents, especially young girls. The business model of these apps is simple. The duration of time the user spends on the app and the extent to which they engage with content is directly correlated with ad revenue. Schatz is arguing that companies want users to spend long amounts of time on their platforms, but the results can be catastrophic. Social media companies have stumbled onto a stubborn, devastating fact. The way to get kids to linger on the platforms and to maximize platforms is to upset them. Hmm. Cotton, meanwhile, said many social media companies claim to not allow kids under 13 on their platforms and instead rely on self-reporting methods, which can be easily bypassed by children. During the announcement, Britt said it's important to take a step back so parents can teach children how to use social media for good while staying safe. Social media, she noted, can be difficult enough to digest for individuals well over 18. As adults, how many of you struggled with what someone has posted on social media or what someone has said or what someone has done? The majority of teens say they use social media platforms like TikTok and YouTube at least once a day, and others admit to using the sites almost constantly, according to a recent Pew st Research study. Over half of the teens polled said it would be hard for them to stop using social media. The new legislation will put parents back in control of what kids experience online, he said if an adolescent is too young for other real-world experiences and responsibilities, from signing contracts, opening a bank account, and watching rated R movies, then they are too young to witness some content on these platforms. So can I ask the Republicans a question? Um, can we talk about child marriages and children having children, being allowed to have children, even if it's, you know, through rape or incest or whatever? What are you going to do about that? Th that that's what I want to know. It's okay, right? 
Oh, that that is not traumatizing, right? For for a fourteen year old or a twelve year old or a thirteen year old to be sleeping with a forty or fifty year old man. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, not according to the Republicans, at least. It's not. It's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly okay for you to go and get a gun, right? Perfectly okay for us to um, make it easily accessible for you to get your gun, hands on guns, right? That's, that, that's not traumatizing. No, no, not at all. It, it, it's normal. Okay. All right. Now, I'm not saying that social media doesn't have any impact at all. You aired, so we did not hear anything you said. Uh, did you, okay, what was the last thing you heard me say, Javed? I apologize. I don't know what happened. What was the last thing you heard me say, Javed? I apologize. I don't know what happened. What was the last thing you heard me say, Javed? I don't know what happened. At a very young age, 13, 14. And more than likely, they're going to be getting married to grown-ass men, right? We're okay with that. We're okay with young adolescents being raped and letting them have the children, right? And standing there and telling people on the, the house floor that a 10-year-old's body is made, is designed to carry a child, Right? These are the things we're okay with, but we're not okay with social media. Now, am I saying that social media does not have an impact? Just no different from TV shows? No different from magazines? No different from commercials? No different really from print or visual media? or audio, no different. So now they have to write laws to teach parents how to parent. Wow. Parents who are slacking, you see what you're causing to have happen to us? Tighten up. Tighten up. But Republicans, I do have questions for you as I just uh, I, I just laid them out for you all. I just did. Michigan, some good news. I, again, I have to thank Javed for this introducing me to this website, goodnewsnetwork.org. Michigan clears criminal records for thousands of low-level nonviolent offenders. Meaningful second chances. Yep. All right. Criminal justice reforms signed three years ago in the U.S. state of Michigan took effect last week with nearly 850,000 residents seeing at least one conviction automatically set aside. The bipartisan, quote unquote, clean slate legislation, as advocates call it, triggered an automatic expungement process starting last Tuesday, wiping clean a range of convictions from people's records following a defined waiting period. Michigan has about 2.8 million people with criminal records. Many of those convictions are low level, nonviolent offenses while others were committed as juveniles before the new expungement laws, those offenses stuck to records and acted as barriers to housing and employment opportunities. Okay, I want to fast forward. I want to know what the demographic breakdown is. 
point, what did I say? 2.8 million people in the state of Michigan with criminal records. But even regardless of the demographic moments, this is a boost for the city. This, this would be great because you have a lot more people can enter the workforce normally. And you said it's just minor offenses. So then these people would not be discriminated against. You look at housing, schools, everything would open up for them. And as such, it will be good for the viability of the city. The silver lining. Thank you, Donald. I'm paying attention to the bad side. Let's look at the good side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So 100,000, somewhere between 100,000 to 200,000 low-level non-violent criminal records, um, <clears throat> excuse me, will be dealt with annually, will be expunged annually going forward they're saying and convictions will be eligible for permanent sealing after seven years for up to four misdemeanors and after either 10 years for up to two non-violent felonies or the completion of a prison term so that's good news that's, that's really great because you know before that people would have to go to the court and try to fight to get things like that expunged on their own and you know life happens and and people can't always follow through with, with things like that. So there was an episode of, um, was it here I talked about it maybe? Um, Judge Mathis. Mm -hmm. um, he was talking about, there was a young man in his court for some reason. I don't know what it is. I saw a small clip of it, right? So I don't, I don't really watch court TVs. Anyway, um, the show, he was telling the young man, you can get your stuff expunged. Like some men had gotten pulled over by the police for something and he'd gotten a ticket of some sort. And that remained on his record um, just because he was, he was arrested for whatever the reason was, he was arrested. That arrest remains on your record, even though you're not convicted. So he was telling the young man how to go to the court system and fight that she get removed. And it was several steps. It was many steps that it would take sometimes so for michigan to do this on their own as a government and and their judicial system is actually really really awesome because like like you said the source said it built barriers for people for housing and employment and etc cetera, etc cetera. so great news mm -hmm. i'm done yes thank you thank you javet definitely i'm i'm sorry sonette and that was sonette, sonette yeah. sorry i know we're the same people hey yeah the ets the ets the ets javet sonette <laughs> thank you donald and thank you uh sonette yes great points great points all right more good news more from the good news network a mom wins lottery with tickets she bought celebrating daughter's victory over cancer after shelling out her life savings to pay for her daughter's breast cancer treatment, a Florida grandmother got a nod from the universe, buying the last available scratch off from her preferred lottery game at the store, she landed a $2 million jackpot. Geraldine Gimblet of Lakeland was celebrating the moment that her daughter, Lorencia Jackson, rang a bell at the local hospital, signifying she had finished for breast cancer treatment. A long-time lottery player, Gimblet74, spent $10 on the last scratch-off card at the store, and it happened to be a winner. I just did not know Gimblet told Good Morning America regarding her reaction. I was like, are you sure? Would you check this on your phone? And I 
one daughter, Jackson, who accompanied Gimlet to the Tallahassee Lottery offices to accept a lump sum of $1.6 million, described it as a blessing. Gimblet did not hesitate to finance the cancer treatment, saying she just did what I had to do with Jackson, adding that she would just have to keep loving her as a means to try and repay the kindness. That's amazing. We love those. Yeah, more good news stories. We love those. That's awesome. Did you say she got a lump sum of $1 million after winning 10? 1.6 after winning 2. Two, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. She, you spent $10. she spent ten dollars. She spent ten dollars. Okay, see? <laughs> Numbers. Okay, got you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, this is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, we love it. We love it. We love it. So next up, um where's my sound bite? Here we go. Last show, last show tonight. Guess it's my last chance to bid LA goodbye. We've had laughs, so many laughs So Sunshine Goodbye to the show. This is it. There's no tomorrow. I gotta steal everything from CBS I can. This time next year I might be living in a van. We're going all out. We got nothing to lose. Hell, we even did a musical with Tom Cruise. I'm putting it out there, all my love and affection. Maybe finally I'll kidnap One Direction. So. James Gordon used part of his farewell speech on Thursday's final episode of CBS's The Late 
Late Show to address the deep rift in America over hot-button issues, including politics and ideology. We started this show with Obama, then Trump, and a global pandemic. I've watched America change a lot. I've watched divisions grow, and I've felt a sense of negativity boil over, said the host. He implored his audience to remember that America signifies to the rest of the world. My, I, my entire life, it has always been a place of optimism. Yes, it has flaws, but show me a place that doesn't. Show me a person that doesn't. Just because somebody disagrees with you, it doesn't make them bad or evil. We are all more the same than we are different. There are so many who are trying to stoke those differences, and we have to try as best we can to look for the light. Look for the joy. If you do, it is out there. That's all this show has ever been about. Corden announced one year ago that he would be ending his late-night show after eight seasons, citing a desire to return to his native UK to be closer to family and loved ones. His parents were seated in the audience for the final taping, and his sisters, he joked, were in town too, but at a bar instead. Also Thursday, CBS aired a primetime special called The Last Last Late Late Show Special, featuring taped segments with Tom Cruise, where they performed stunts and sang a duet of Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King, and Adele, where they taped a final carpool karaoke segment. Corden reminded the singer that she has an Emmy, Grammy, and Oscar, and wondered if she would ever actively pursue a Tony Award. You have the ego, he said. <laughs> Harry Styles and Will Ferrell were Cordon's final guests. Styles has been a frequent visitor to the show, visitor to the show rather, and has even guest hosted twice. He's been a game for a number of taped bits with Cordon, including the time he, the host, directed a music video for Styles' song "Daylight" for just. $300. And when the musician took part in a more than 11-minute segment featuring UK versus US dodgeball game, and of course that's where Gordon Styles, Games of Thrones actor James Bradley and Benedict Cumberbatch faced off against players including Michelle Obama, Mila Kunis, Kate Hudson, Lena Waite, and Melissa McCarthy. There were also goodbyes from other late-night hosts. Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert and David Letterman all appeared in a retaped segment with him. They joked that since he's ending his show, they could each call dibs on one of his segments. They all chose carpool karaoke. Corden closed out the night by playing a piano and singing a song with the crew and staff gathered around the stage. Part of me thinks I should stay here forever, but deep in my heart I just know. No more shows to be showing. It's time I was going. It's time. Thanks for watching. That's our show. I liked him. I liked his show. Yeah. So we've lost um, Trevor Noah. We've lost Corden. They have both stepped down, you know, retired, hung up their mics or whatever you want to call it. I lost um, 
Don Lemon, Lost Angicoma. What else am I, who else am I going to lose? You know, as entertainment on TV. I don't know. But yeah, I'm sure he'll do great things when he heads back to the UK. I'm sure of that. All right, next up, I'm going to play this song, and I want you to tell me your opinion, right? Um, let's listen closely. I guess I don't scrutinize music enough. So let's see if we can listen to this one, and then we'll talk about it. When your legs don't work like they used to before And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I will be loving you till we're 70 Baby, my heart could still fall as hard at 23 of a hand Well me I fall in love with you every single day And I just wanna tell you I am So honey now Alright so I'm gonna play another song and I want us to listen closely to this one That was the live rendition of Let's Get It On, Marvin Gaye. In a packed New York courtroom, Ed Sheeran picked up his guitar on Thursday and launched into a tune that has him locked in a copyright dispute over Marvin Gaye's soul classic, Let's Get It On. As the audience, as the only audience that mattered, a jury looked on. Sheeran was an hour into testimony in Manhattan Federal Court when his lawyer pressed him to tell how he came to write Thinking Out Loud a decade ago. He reached back, grabbed his guitar from a rack behind the witness stand, and explained that writing a song was second nature to him. He said he used his own version of phonetics to create songs so quickly that he could write up to nine in a day. Even last weekend, Sheeran claimed he wrote ten songs. Then he sang just a few words of the pivotal tune, bringing smiles to the faces of some of the spectators in the courtroom of Judge Lewis L. Stanton. I'm singing out loud, he sang, loud enough to be heard, not, but not raising decibels in the court. After he finished singing those words, he spoke a few to sing and then words fall in as he tried to teach the jury his method of creating music. 
He said he collaborated on the song with co-writer Amy Waj, who wrote the opening chords. Though he's performed with some of the world's great artists and become a regular at music award shows by age 32, he said from the witness stand that with his chair tilted toward the jury, I'm not the world's most talented guitar player. And when he bumped his hand against the witness stand microphone, he said a quick sorry. But when your legs don't work like they used to, is played. Are you hearing? Let's get it on. It is argued that it is not unusual to do a simple weave in and out of songs that are in the same key. Did we hear the similarity? I heard it. Know that I'm paying attention. Naturalist, you have an, an ear for music. You're being a DJ yourself and Teflon. Did you too? Um, and I'm not excluding everybody else, but because they're DJs, I want to ask them, you know, they have the headphones on 20 all the time. Did you hear a similarity? I never until now. I think if you're looking for something, you will find it. But um, now I'm going to, have to actually sit down and actually really pay attention to see, can I see the similarities? I know when the previous um, lawsuit with um, Pharrell mm-hmm. and um, Get Lucky, that song was obviously a knockoff from, um, from was it was a Marvin Gaye song? It was a Marvin Gaye song too. Yeah, that was definitely, that was definitely a knockoff. But at this point, I have to sit down and listen to it and see if I can see it, hear it myself. But until now, I never thought about it. Neither did I. Interesting, isn't it? Teflon, if you're able to speak, how about you? And then I'll get to everyone else. Okay, Teflon probably can't speak. Donald, what, what are your thoughts? And if any, for those in the audience, Tasha, Bridget, Virginia, and Jilly, if you would like to please put your thoughts in the chat. Rosolo. Rosolo says, um, I heard it. Okay. Did you hear it the first time or you're just hearing it now? Good morning. I think I can speak for a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm just hearing it now. I, I've, I've never paid attention to that. Like Nashua says, when you look for something, you'll find it. But I would. I... Yeah. When you look for something, you'll songs. Okay. Yeah. You chipped out for a minute there for a second. There. I figured. I figured. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was saying, I didn't. I've never listened to it and heard it before, but I did hear it when you played them back to back just now. So. Wow. (laughs) But isn't it easy, though, for us to start humming a tune and not realizing that it's already in existence? Don't these things happen? I think the way it was done, it was subtle. Sometimes it's obvious and you you know that song is um, from another, you know, a previous song or from, you know, Marvin Gaye's or Michael Jackson's or those people. But um, this was, I think, it was subtle. It was very subtle. It slowed the beat down. And it was subtle. So I think that's why we probably never picked up on it before. Plus, we're not looking for anything. That That's so true. That is so true. So we have to be so careful. But when you think about, <clears throat> excuse me, music that has been around forever. So we're talking about billions of songs out there. What is the likelihood that you're possibly going to 
step on somebody's toes without realizing you're doing that. Not the blatant ones now. That's not the ones I'm talking about. Um, what is the likelihood of that happening? I know what's his name. Puffy has to pay Sting some amount of money every day for the rest of his life right because he used his song without getting permission or used something for sting without getting permission right didn't didn't have it cleared so unfortunately thank god he can afford to pay that the rest of us would be like <laughs> homeless on the bridge but do we really need to go this hard for subtleties that's the question i'm really trying to get at You know, it's easy to get into that. You know, there's songs that you like, or the uh, the music that you like. You like the beat, like um, the first drum beat I ever learned was Brick House, right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 with me. I could do it subconsciously. I don't have to think about it. I think it's easy to fall into that uh, trap and make music that way because it's something that you like, you know it, you've heard it so much. It's subconscious. You don't even know you're doing it. So I, I don't know if they should go that hard because, you know, for that particular song, I didn't know until until all of a sudden you put you slow it down or you compare it i'm like oh okay now i can hear it but just listening to the song i've listened to that song many of times never knew <laughs> never knew never knew okay so let me check the chat julie says i kind of heard faintly it could just be a chord from the guitar i don't think it's a direct copy though or deliberate copy though. Okay, Cisco, she's saying, Julie's saying that has to pay Ricky Martin too. Oh, you're right. That that line, living la vida loca. <laughs> so you're so Javed is saying, so you're saying that because the music has slowed down from the original, they should get a pass because it's slower. No, that's not what I'm well, that's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm my thing is it's so easy to step on toes. And I don't think in every case it's deliberate. When you think about the billions of tunes that are out there it can happen and you not even re realize there are some people who know that they're going to sample someone else's tune or song and they they do what they do the right thing right they play it by the books they get the clearance and so on and make sure they're paying their royalties so on and so forth but i do believe that there are some people who are not classically trained for example ed sheeran he doesn't know anything about he, he was not formally trained right um i think it can happen and you might get so excited oh my gosh yeah i got it i got it i got it not recognizing and i'm not trying to defend him right i'm just saying it can happen to any of us it could happen to any of us where to us it's unique until somebody else says whoa hold on that sounds kind of familiar Right. And I think, and I think once it happens, you should just own, own up to it and um do the right thing. Because you have to understand that most of these artists from back in the days, they didn't make a lot of money True. for their music. True. So now is a chance for them to actually, you know, you see a song that comes out that sounds just like your 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 parents' song. You're like, oh my god, they just copied us, and this song has made millions of dollars. Now you want pieces that cut also. Mm -hmm. um, look, look at Burner Boys, the last last. 
is his biggest song, but he was willing to take a what, what is it? Was a forty six cut? I, I, isn't it everything? I thought it was everything nah, he has to give to her for that song. No, it was. I think it was forty sixty. Okay. And man, now without her voice in it, would that song would have still still been as powerful? Maybe, maybe not. But that was gambler he was willing to take. So sometimes you just gotta you know be willing to take the gambler and bet on yourself and just say, you know what I'm gonna do the right thing and pay these um uh these um these these, these artists. Yeah. You can't you can't you can't mess about Marley. His thing is like anything you touch, instant gridlock protecting the legacy. <laughs> So you're right, naturalist. It's a sixty percent deal. Sixty percent of any um income revenue from last last has to go to Tony Braxton. And he said that is the most money that he has made from from any song. Yep, yep. So even even with that cut, he's walking away doing good. Yep, you're right. You're right. So I agree with what you said. Once you, it has been brought to your attention that, hey, and they can show you that, yes, listen, listen to them, listen to them. Yes, do the right thing. Definitely. By the way, go ahead, uh, James. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, I think this, the, the Ed Sheeran thing, though, it's very, very, very subtle. I think there's going to be like a degree of difficulty that they could win, but I think the, the cut might be like a 10% or whatever, you know, the, the, the puff that the thing was so obvious would sting. Mm -hmm. It was so obvious that you can't go around it. This one, it's not, it's not that obvious. So I think even, even if, you know, they decide to settle, I think it's going to be a, a small cut because even when you listen to it over and over again, it's very, very, it's, it's the melody is like probably about, 20% of the melody. It's not even that, you know, clear mm -hmm. until you listen to it carefully. So I, I think um, because of that, the the, the, the cut is not going to be a lot if, if they do win. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I want to ask this question. Since we're on this of paying royalties for sampling, using um, people's songs or rhythms, um, when you think about, for example, in Jamaica, who is one of the artists that is notorious for singing over people's songs? And I think Celine Dion um, mentioned him. Uh, was it? Is it Ghost? Sanchez and Ghost, they're the notorious. Okay. Yes, and and Terry Lynn. At Terry Lynn too. Do they pay royalties? Have they been made to pay royalties? They probably don't because if you look on um so like um Apple Music, most of the cover versions are not available. Ah to be to be purchased. Okay. Mm. okay. Yeah, but but Moment said they don't make money from the songs though. The producers are the ones that make the money. Like if you talk to like Ghost, all of the songs that he that he's done, that you make you made money from like dub plate or for like appearance on concert like out of you know doing one of the songs that do like you make like a 10 percent nothing so back in the days and and that's why um Wayne Wonder was one of the first one that said like you know what you're just singing over these people's songs and you're making nothing so he decided that i'm going to start writing because mm. you make like 10 percent the producers 
So if anything, the producers are the one that will get the hit. They would have to pay back everything because everything pretty much go to them. And that is possible, James. So that is possibly why we can't get, for example, Business Signal song. Forever young, I want to be forever young. That, what was the song he did off of that one again? What's the name of it? You know that Ode to Jamaica. I think naturally you're the first person I think I heard play that song. And I fell in love with that song. Uh, Jamaica, Jamaica Love? Yes, Jamaica Love. That one. Yeah. And and the one one more night that song there too, mm, the controversial song one more night. Forgot about that one. Didn't remember that one, but yeah, you can't find um that busy signal song Jamaica Love on the Forever Young rhythm anywhere at all. You can't. When I say anywhere, you can't find it on Apple. You can't find it on Pandora, SoundCloud, uh, any streaming platform. Jamaica, me not sell out Them try clip with wings Somehow we can't fly out But when we there, yard, yeah, Nothing nice like Jamaica Rose bread, fruit and banana Under the tree With a glass of lemonade Jumping on the river When me ready for paint No boy can't buy me out Me no foreign minded Now we compare to Jamaica uh. Jamaica love We wanna feel Jamaica love Everybody wanna visit Jamaica Jamaica love Jamaica Jamaica love We wanna see Jamaica love That wanna represent the citizens of Jamaica Jamaica love Yep So you can only find it on YouTube did Lil Wayne pay his royalties to Halle Bar Harry Belafonte? Fonte? I can't pronounce that man's last name now. I don't know. You remember that song? Six foot, seven foot. He did the sample of Harry Belafonte. Let me pronounce his name right. Nobody don't remember that song? All right, let me, let me play it for y'all. Let me, let me find a clean version for y'all. I hope he paid him. I'm sure he did. Otherwise, you'd have heard about it all up and down the news <laughs> um naturalist thank you so much for sending over that feel good story i'm gonna get to it in just a second okay yeah we have the clean version this one folks um, excuse my charisma vodka with a spritzer swagger down pat call my name patricia young money militia and i am the commissioner you won't stop easy because the f is my finisher so misunderstood but what's the world without enigma two bitches at the same time synchronized swimmers got the girl twisted because she open when you twist her never met the bitch but i fuck her like i missed her life is the bitch and death is her sister sleep is the cousin what a family picture you know for all the time we all know mother nature it's all in the family but i am of no relation no matter who's buying i'm a celebration black and white diamonds segregation fish my money up you just 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 honey nut young money running shish and you just just runner ups i don't feel i done enough so i'ma keep on doing this let's don't a young tuna fish yeah so a lot of sampling goes on it's never gonna end right never gonna end so 
just have to sharpen our errors. And my word of advice for anyone looking to get into the music business, dot your I's, cross your T's, check, check, and cross, check. And if it comes to the forefront that you have sampled someone's music unknowingly, please do the right thing. All right, don't end up in court. Okay, a feel-good story courtesy of DJ Naturalist. According to CNN, a Michigan seventh grader safely brings a full school bus to a stop after driver loses consciousness. That is an amazing story. Seven years old. You know what I'm thinking? Anybody see the video? I think it's a 10-year-old boy driving a tractor trailer and people are like, oh my God, you shouldn't have him driving. That is so dangerous and blah, 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 blah. Anybody saw that video? And he'd be changing them gears in that um, 18-wheeler like it ain't nothing. But yeah, that was... That was that was nice. You saw it, right? Yes. Okay. So I was enjoying it. Thank you, Crystal. So Dylan Reeves, a student at Louis E. Carter Middle School in Warren, took immediate action. And that happened on a bus ride after school on Wednesday afternoon in an extraordinary act of courage and maturity. The bus driver experienced some dizziness while driving and followed protocol by alerting home base that she wasn't feeling well and was going to pull over to allow the transportation department to dispatch someone to provide relief to her. But the driver didn't make it to where she had planned to park. Eventually, she passed out and could not stop the bus, which started to veer into oncoming traffic. Reeves, who was seated about five rows back, jumped up from his seat, threw his backpack down, ran to the front of the bus, grabbed the steering wheel, and brought the bus to a stop in the middle of the road, even in the midst of panic. In a video released by authorities at the news conference, Reeves is seen taking control of the steering wheel, slowly pushing the brakes, and then yelling to the other passengers, someone call 911. He had the wherewithal to push it slowly, likely in anticipation that the bus was full of passengers. So despite the justifiable panic on the bus, you could imagine this is probably a 66-passenger bus, and it was full at the time. Wow. Warren police and fire departments responded to the scene within minutes and treated the bus driver all students were loaded onto a different bus to make their way home. And that's according to a letter from Livernois at the to the school district. That is amazing. Amazing. Awesome young man. He was very brave. Yeah. At that age. How old again? Seven? A seventh grader. That means he's about how old? Thirteen? Am I right? Seventh grade? You know, part of the thing with, you know, our folks who live in the inner city like myself, who grew up in the inner city, the only time we experience driving is when we turn 16 or 17, then we'll go for um, our learner's permit. You know, but folks who live in rural America, some of these kids are driving from their seven years old. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're not afraid of vehicles. So I, I guarantee that you probably have an electric car somewhere. That he that he drove around because when I was watching the video, I'm like, wow, you know, just how to press enough, put enough pressure on the brake, so the bus is just does 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 not just slam to a stop. And I remember when I was my, I was younger, my daughter, I would actually have her steer. It was illegal, I know. Mm -hmm. Steer from the passenger seat, 
And that build up her confidence. So when it was time for her to drive for her, it was like it was like like nothing. So I'm not saying we should we should break the law, but I think we should expose our kids to some of these things more often. I agree. In I a parking lot somewhere. I agree with you, Tef, um, naturalist. I'm behind you 100% on that. And let me tell you, there are some children who are like me when I was younger, okay? Uh, I'm going to tell you a little story about what I did. So I was told that if I accomplished something, I would be rewarded by learning to drive. Okay. Good. Yay. Excited. So I realized that this learning to drive thing just wasn't happening. So I took it upon myself to steal out the keys belonging to a custom built car. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, you know, and waited until it was an appropriate time. My dad wasn't in the country at the time. So, you know, it was me and my mom. My mom went to work and, you know, and I decided, yes, my time. I'm going to learn to drive one way or another. You ain't going to teach me or you, you, you fumbling the ball, look like you ain't ready to do it. Yeah, I'm going to teach myself. Jumped in the car, backed it out the garage, turned it around in the yard, opened up the gate and headed on up into town. Yep, made it up. Can't tell me some you can't drive. I took those corners and had it on the, you know, in Jamaica, you drive on the left, had it on the left side of the road. I did well, went around to keep left and everything. And then it was time to go back home. Oh, yeah. Was doing good until I hit another corner and then a vehicle was behind me. And I, I think that's what made me nervous. Lost control. The car hit on the other side of the road. Thank God there was a wall there that prevented it from flipping over. Yeah. So, thank God I'm alive. Thank God nobody got hurt. No pedestrian, nothing like that. But yeah. So, I said that I would encourage my children to learn to drive, but none of them i mean they were all slow son number one he never wanted to drive some number two he wanted to drive my husband taught him i'm not i'm not the best person to teach anybody to drive my patience ain't there uh son number three he at one point said he don't want to drive he will not need to drive he'll be able to afford a driver now he wants to learn and son number four yeah so it's funny you're forcing them to learn and they they're not excited about it but those who it's um who are deterred from learning those are the ones of us that get in trouble but yeah yeah teach our children folks introduce them to the the, the concept and you're right because it can be a life-saving moment even for yourself right naturalist what if you were to pass out your daughter would be able to gain you know keep the vehicle on the road so i applaud that we don't want our children stealing out vehicles like i did <laughs> yes javed oh yes javed um t-r-o-u-b-l-e that's me <laughs>
I look now and I laugh at it now, but back when it was happening, it wasn't funny. <laughs> was not funny at all. So yeah, definitely. Thank you again, uh, Naturalist, for sharing that story. That's going to take another quick break. Um, you didn't get a beating? Listen. <laughs> no, I did not get a beating. You want to hear my father? when my, my dad came back he that was the one time my mother didn't bust my behind oh lord i used to get my ass tore up all the time but um when my father came back he didn't talk to me he would not talk to me um and then i don't remember what happened one day in the kitchen he threatened me and i was like if you put your hand on me it's the last day you're gonna see me <laughs> So I, I was listen. I was bad. I was bad. I'm, mm. I'm not gonna deny. It. I was bad. Yeah. Oh boy. But anyway, that too passed. I'm still alive. <laughs> God, listen. Lock up your children ears. Moments where you said was. I was bad. I'm a good girl now. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. Great, <laughs> James. I'm a real good girl. I'm a saint. <laughs> it's thundering outside, folks. And the sun is shining, by the way. I don't know, the devil and his wife getting ready to fight. I don't want to be a part of that. But yeah, we're going to take another quick break, enjoy a little more music. And when we return, we have some more news stories for you. Tasha says still. Listen, one thing I know, you cannot be perfect in this life. It will be boring. You got to have a little, you know, a little something, something on the side. <laughs> Make life fun. Here is Oma Lay with So-So. Talking, she's a bit of what they're not getting me. Do you 
for four hours to me. I put up at my eyes, then shut my eyes. Touch good, I cry, I'm sure. But my girl, I don't pray. Mohammed, I don't pray. Come on, babe, I can't stand for one place. Go stand, my babe. Come on, teach me. Only you can feel my best. Give me vitamins. We're gonna take this Thank you to everyone listening online. Appreciate your tuning in to the Quality Music Zone and JanoRadio.com. Keep it locked. It's all about Ama Piano and Afro Beats today inside the Friday Mix on Freestyle Friday. Remember to set your alarms for Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, live on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and the conversation happening right here on Clubhouse. It is Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. And on Monday, we're going to be talking about telepathic cheating. It happens.
look it up, folks. It is a thing. Telepathic cheating. It happens. And I want to say we all have probably done it at least once in our lifetime. Never too late. Remember, say you want the food in on the plate. Yeah, I you love me to decade and it is so concrete. And we never lose faith for making you miss all mate. Get this one straight. Say, are you married? No matter how them yet, they can take you any date. Do you anything, anything, anything? Party bed first thing, early morning medicine. You want me everything, everything, everything. No me woman to me. You mean everything. My woman. For those of you who don't know, uh, Clubhouse let go 50% of their staff. Yes, they have slashed it in half. When I get dingy, who's never When I get dingy, eh? Who's a tailor to come down, bum, and a serious buckle, can't you come? Chillin' of Masha, can't you come? Chillin' of Masha, can't you come? Chillin' of Masha, who's a tailor to come down, bum, and a serious buckle, can't you come? Chillin' of Masha, can't you come? Chillin' of Masha, can't you come? Chillin' of Masha, it's a good for us. Scotch over the young, just young, the baby. See on the belly, and it's a young, the baby. See on the belly, and it's a young, the baby. I think I want to become an amateur piano DJ. Because you can become a huge success just dancing to the. You don't have to do much DJing, just dance. Okay. 
up at the top of the hour we have business and tech news also health and science news we've got a little bit of lifestyle for you in sports news the heat have ousted number one seeded bucks in advance to face the knicks ah who's looking forward to the season ending i am While we're building up, U.S. long jumper Tara Davis Woodall has been stripped of national title and serves a one-month suspension after a positive cannabis test. We have to learn from the mistakes of others, folks.
I think this is our anthem for 2023. I am unavailable. Believe that. Ain't got no time for the BS. No time for the mess. Block, delete my best friends. On my IG, I'm changing my life. Oh, I'm a mama proud of me. She got me going. This friend took all my freedom. Cause I'm a big propeller. Straight for the most high. Get good to last. Got a big banana. I'm a big propeller. Straight for the most high. Get good to last. Got a big banana. Cause I'm a big propeller. I agree with you, Teflon. It has to be everyone's favorite because it speaks to what's real, for real, real. You have not listened to the album. I recommend you do so. The album is titled Timeless by Davido. It's time for business and tech news. Yes, and it features Musa Keys. Let's not forget that beautiful voice. All right. Oh, I feel good. I feel good. It's Friday. Who else is happy it's Friday? No work. Well, you know what? Let me not be gloating. Can't do that because some folks have to go to work tomorrow. But I'm happy it's Friday. Yes, I am. You know, my sympathies are with those who have to work tomorrow. Ah, yeah. All right. In business and tech news, first up, Airbnb lets its workers live and work anywhere. Spoiler, they're loving it. So NPR.org is reporting that when Carrie Kissel learned that her employer, Airbnb, was letting people live and work anywhere, she was on a sailboat off the coast of Key Biscayne 
enjoying some time off with her partner, the thought came to her, why not just stay on the boat? It was this opportunity I couldn't not take. She said she's also an internal events planner that was formerly based in San Francisco. So her weekday routine for the next three months was typical. You eat breakfast, you open your laptop, attend meetings, you get stuff done. And then when the workday was over, I'd close my laptop and, you know, go snorkeling. At a time when more and more workers are finding themselves back in their offices at least a few days a week, Airbnb is going full throttle on flexibility. This week marks one year since the company made the announcement about its live and work anywhere policy. And now it's time to gloat. The business has actually never performed better since we moved to this, to this program. And that's according to the um, Chief Financial Officer Dave Stevenson. And he's saying it's working really well for them. Talent does not want to be tied down. Hello! There is an obvious business interest here. People who can jet off somewhere with their laptops are potential Airbnb guests and hosts. Freeing people from the office has also provided savings for the company, whose office footprint is now less than half of what it was before the pandemic. Still, Stevenson insists that live and work anywhere is really about winning the global war for talent. The best talent in the world is not all within a 50-mile radius of San Francisco. <laughs> Gotta give it to them for that one. I love it. Who wants to sign up for Airbnb? We are at, we're in the age where we have to listen, learn to listen, learn to accommodate understand family dynamic do you know how much it is to put a child in daycare one child can you imagine having two under the age of four i don't want to see what people's bills look like but i would make the strong recommendation if um you're having to pay child care for two children uh you may want to set up with a company like airbnb Find companies that will allow you to work remotely. Find it. Now, if, it's, if your, your dynamic is where it's a two-parent household, I can see you easily shelling out $500 or more for childcare per week. Let me add that, per week. And with that, here's what you're getting for $500 a week, and upwards, folks, you're getting bacteria, germs, runny noses, bites, bruises. Yeah. Rushing through traffic to tear your hair out because God forbid they're one minute over. They start charging you per minute. And God forbid you work with a company that frowns upon you dashing out the door at five o'clock. And you leave your child at the daycare a couple times, too many. Then they call Child Protective Services on you. So you get all of that good stuff for $500 and more per week, folks. No wonder we're stressed out in this country. Because we don't want to listen 
to the needs. People can't afford daycare. So let's put that one to the side. Next up, fuel costs, the cost to maintain your vehicle. Tires aren't cheap. You got to get an oil change frequently. Plus you're, you know, contributing to the emission that's going up in the atmosphere. You're, you, you waste a lot of time in traffic depending on how far you work from home. And you may work close by, but you have no choice but to jump on a freeway or a highway, whatever you want to call it. Right? Yeah, so there are expenses there. What other expense? Oh, sometimes, you know, it's not reasonable to take lunch with you because not everywhere has a... Um, refrigerator in office that sort of thing so you know you're looking at having to purchase on the go that can run up that can that that tab can run up so there are so many various factors that we you know we would encourage employers to take into consideration but i get it i get it many of them have embarked on renting out these um business parks i call them with all these buildings and they have to fill them up because they're paying rent on them. I get that. But maybe it's time to rethink how you do things. If you are fully functional and you're operating well, remotely, why force people to come back into the office? Why? Why the need to be micromanaging, looking at them? Because uh, I don't get it. Why? We have to know how to pivot. If the job function does not require you having to be on site, let these folks stay home. Yes, Javet, control. Control. Hmm. You know, Javet, a lot of people are opting to homeschool their children now especially in the wake of what's happening. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, for, you know, taking up the torch and lifting it high in the sky where parents are not too happy about what's going on in schools. Thanks to the Republicans who don't want to change the gun laws. Yeah, many people are opting for that. Many people who, even without children, want to work from home because, God forbid, somebody gets laid off or there's an impending um, termination, for example, in the case of what happened with the banker and his employees where he killed them because he was going to be fired. And not everybody knows how to handle that. At least you know you're alive working from home. God forbid somebody decides to take up a gun and come shoot up the place. Yeah. Javette, what do you mean she has six kids and counting that you lost count? You know, now you made me um, go off on a tangent. I saw a video on TikTok and I feel bad. I really do feel bad for this grandmother. But her daughter died at the age of 35 while either giving birth or right after having given birth to child number 12. Yeah, 12 children. And she says she wants to try to keep them together. And I feel for her. But my question is, where's the dad? Where are the where's the father or the fathers that 
they're going to leave this burden on the grandmother alone with 12 children. The oldest, I think, is 19. Hold on, let me do some maths here. 35 minus 19. What's, what's that? 16? Am I right? Kiki Wyatt? I don't know nothing about her. She has a lot of kids? I don't know. But if you can afford it, let me mind my business. But if you can't, why do you do that? I'm trying to understand. If you cannot afford to have the children, why have so many? At what point do you say, you know what? No, enough is enough. Being birth, being a single parent, because she, she was a single parent. Or is it our business to tell people, no, it's time you stop? Is it our business or no? Leave them alone? But then the burden comes back on us, right? So how do we um, address this issue? Didn't mean to go down this road, but we're there. Yeah, Kiki can afford it. She's a singer. How many twins she had? Or triplets? Who, Kiki? I don't I know. Mean, no, the woman. I mean, oh, if this you have woman. 12, no. If you go back 12 times, I mean, come on. At some point in time, especially as a single mother and the stress that comes with taking care of kids and stuff, you have to say, listen, I have to do something to mitigate. Okay, I love sex. I can't stay away from that. So I have to find an alternative to not make children. Because it becomes somebody's burden, no matter how you flip it. Mm-hmm. It becomes somebody's burden. If you could take care of your kids, you could make any amount. Mm-hmm. But you can't lead it on somebody. And then you had nothing in place. So now you leave 12 kids for your mother who take care of you and probably all your brothers and sisters. Right? Because you had no proper insurance, you had nothing in place. I mean, come on. These are stuff we have to start to put in place. So if something were to happen to you, at least you know they will be taken care of. So we can't continue to just make excuses and say leave it to their own. No. No, man, it's, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And you don't want it to, to, to come off on the kids. But then who usually be disenfranchised? What if they have to separate them? Mm-hmm. A set of issues that goes with that. You know when they get into the system, what happens? Nobody cares. Everybody just try to profit off of them from whatever assistance they get from the government and so on. So we have to be a little more responsible. I yeah. mean, 12, 12 is, 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 is a lot. In this day and age, it is a lot. If you can't, especially if you cannot afford it. Because now the grandmother is appealing because she needs help um, to get a bigger home and to get a vehicle. Because the vehicle that she has, it's damaged, really badly damaged. Um, so far on GoFundMe, they have raised um, like $8,900, right? I got my tubes tied after number four. I pr- if I didn't have my tubes tied, I probably would have had six kids, no lie. But after number four, that was it, done. My husband said, mm, that's it. My dad said, tie them up, that's it, done. Because um, I almost lost baby number four, and for me, it was an emergency C-section. So, But... um realistically what the hell am i doing with 12 kids in this day and age as i said well i can't afford it so let me stop that let me mind my business if you can afford it fine but you said something to um donnell and i want to highlight that 
Can we please get life insurance on ourselves and our children? I know we don't like the sound of it. But right now, with the direction this country is going in, I implore you all to get life insurance. If you don't have it on yourself, get it and get it on your children. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter um, where the country is at. Um, I think it's standard. You know, you should, that, that's one of the things that you definitely need. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Please, folks. You know, there is, a, I think within our communities, um, Teflon, there is this weird feeling if you talk about life insurance on your children. I think they feel that you're planning for a child's death no you have to put like you have to put insurance on your vehicle right god forbid something happens you don't have to come up out of pocket the insurance company fixes it well too often we're seeing GoFundMe um drives to raise money yeah. to do burials yeah my friend my friend died um three weeks ago and they've done a GoFundMe because they can't afford um to have a decent funeral for him it's so sad and then when you bring up life insurance, they start saying, oh, wait, my life insurance. Yes, it's definitely a must. It's definitely, and it's not, you know, it's, probably, it's not just like cover funeral costs, it's everything, in it? Like, to have someone to give the kids, like, give them a little head start, you know what I mean? Yep. Even if, even if it's 5k each. Mm-hmm. So I, think, I, think, I think the lowest plan gives them 5,000 5, each. I think... I know it's not a lot, but it's something, you know. Mm-hmm. If you have the money and you don't believe in life insurance, because I know there are people who do not believe in life insurance policies. They think insurance companies are scams and rip-offs. But if you're one that doesn't believe in that, please see to it that you have a nest egg set aside, something set aside that, God forbid, because funerals right now, $20,000 minimum. And I can't, you know, some, and now I'm going off on another tangent. I can't see putting $20,000 in the ground. I can't see it. And I understand people don't want to be cremated. I get about $20,000 in the ground. And it's cheap. It's not even expensive. You can get one for like three, three pounds a month. Or five pound a month, and people spend people spend that on um, coffee. But some people even waste more than that every day. So, but they won't they won't invest that in themselves. But they will pay hundred pound on car insurance. So that makes sense. Three pounds a month, Flynn. That's what. Like yeah, 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 we we've got a policy. Yeah. There's a policy where. Um, they take, I think, I think, I might be exaggerating, I think it's like five pound a month. And um, yeah, you get like, the kids get 5,000 each. Yeah. Definitely not in New York. Cremate me. I've been saying this all along. Cremate me. It's funny because my dad is cremated. I've always wanted to be cremated. Um, and my mom says we have now convinced her to get cremated. Yeah, my dad is sitting in an urn. Put me in an urn, not taking up any land space. Why are you putting me in a bus? And some people spend 
some ridiculous amounts on funerals that they don't have the money for. So everybody in the whole town has to chip in. And I'm going to ask you all to do another favor before y'all come to my funeral. Eat before y'all come. Eat before you come. Pack your lunch and come because that's the other bill that people rack up liquor and the food. Because some people only come in for the food, child. That's all they want. They want the curry goat, oxtail, fry fish, rice and peas, white rice, toss salad, manish water. The paper is in a container. <laughs> Mr. Oxtail now. He's no longer Oxtail. He's Mr. Oxtail. He always comes a container. <laughs> yes, I bought the container. <laughs> Is it just us Caribbean folk? Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> Go ahead, James. <laughs> yeah, if if you don't want them to eat all you have to change the menu and put egg sandwich and, and salad and some fruits. <laughs> and it's like (laughs) god forgive me but i'm asking y'all when you're coming to my funeral eat at home because it's going to be light snacks you know it's probably you know a few charcuterie boards that's it you have some crackers and salami with some olives and cheese right me not full up nobody belly me not doing it because it's ridiculous the price you have to pay. Car- and mutton is not cheap. If you- And you know, every Jamaican funeral, you have to have curry goat, right? And people want the most now. They want, they want options, right? So you have to have curried goat. You have to have jerked chicken, fried chicken. Um, you have to have stewed pork. Ox, Mr. Oxtails, <laughs> fried fish, <laughs> rice and peas, rice and gungo, white rice, roti, festival. Um, you have to have the managed water, beef soup, chicken food soup. It's a whole thing. And then when it's all said and done, everybody have them hand pan them jar. Lord, how we are going to pay the light bill. The water got cut off. Me not have no money for the rent or the mortgage. Are we being reasonable? We have these expenses. Can we put things in perspective? Christophe said, KFC is cheaper. <laughs> KFC. Christophe. I haven't eaten there in years. I, I'm not advertising for him. <laughs> she said, get a few buckets and it's over. You didn't kick the bucket anyway. <laughs> Tasha said, fish fry oh, for funeral. You know, Tasha, that's not a bad idea. Have a fish fry for me. Come in for it. And then, not, don't forget the liquor, folks. We have to have the bar half a well stock. Gotta have that Heineken. Corona, Red Stripe Bear, Magnum, Hennessy, White Rum, <laughs> Grey Goose. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. So, in Jamaica, mm-hmm. you ha- you have this 
You have the what's the national cake? Yeah, national cake. You yeah, talk the black cake, the the rum, the um fruit. Yes, cake. yes, the black cake, the fruit cake. So <laughs> let me tell you a funny story. I was at a wedding in Hanover, and I watched them build the most beautiful cake I've ever seen in my whole life. Mind you, my favorite cake in the world is Devil's Food Cake. So I'm watching them make it. I told my wife, I said, listen, I cannot wait to eat this cake. Those of you who love it, don't be offended. I'm just telling the story. So I watched them build this beautiful, plush, moist cake. And I, I mean, I tell you, I kid you not, I salivated all day. So I'm sitting at the head table with the wedding, you know, dressed, enjoying the food. Everything is just fantastic. And they gave me this big old piece of that cake. And I, I thought it was devil's food, a chocolate cake. And I, my, I was so distraught over what, what, I, what I had to eat. And I had to play it off in front of this large crowd of people because it was almost my turn to toast. The lady who was sitting next to me was making a toast. So it was all eyes on me. Oh my God, I just cannot. My palate is not made for it. And I was so disappointed. And they sent me home with a bunch of it. I shared it with the rest of my friends and family, of course, because I wanted the same experience with everybody else. I don't understand. Please help me understand this cake. You, you, you didn't enjoy oh it? Listen, man. Go Not ahead. Go ahead. I make, I make it every year for like a Christmas time. It's the fruit cake, black cake, rum cake, different mm. names it has. Mm -hmm. Okay. We soak fruit. Uh, Raisins, prunes, um, some people put currants, some people don't. Um, peels, lemon peels, lime peels, all that together in rum, mm. wine, oh, God. some I'm brandy, hungry. some people. And you soak it for a week to up to a year. I, I do soak it for as long as I possibly can. I've had fruit soaking for a year and a half because I didn't have time to make it the year before. So it, it went to the next year after I started six months early. Um, I like mine blended before I put it in the cake. Some people like it chunky, not me. Um, so before I'm ready to bake it, I blend it. So it's like, it's not pretty, I will admit. But when you mix it in and you add some browning and you do all this stuff, you end up with a nice, very dark, dark brown to black cake. You mm -hmm. soak it in rum and you, you know, you serve very small spices because they nobody need to be drunk and rolling around at your party. I am sorry to enjoy it, Chief. Yeah. But I, um, I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorites. I don't like everybody's because we are entitled to not like everybody's food <laughs> and cooking. But um, I absolutely is one of my favorite. And somebody give me dry rum cake I don't, or black cake, I don't want it. And I don't need to see it light colored. And I do not want to chew a raisin. Thank you, Jeff. Um, okay. so that I, I like there is it no dark. Such there is no such thing as light, dry rum cake or black cake. Some um, people have chief, it. it is sacrilegious to say you do not like black cake. You, have, you didn't get black cake. You have to get proper black no, cake. Uh, because even fair. if you don't like the ingredients, the rum will get you. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
No, I, you know, it, the rum probably would have gotten me if I had just went ahead and swallowed it, but Mm-mm. I couldn't, I just couldn't get that far. And it was plush. It was blended like she, like Sonette just described it. It was, it was black as, as, as Egyptian soil. It, it was, it was, it looked divine. Every aspect of it looked absolutely divine. So what happened? It's, it's a portion. Nobody that. Chief, it's a portion. No, I, I, no, I only took a slice. I only took a small bite, uh, you know, to savor it. Mm, okay. I'm sorry you didn't ex- you didn't have a good experience. But um, Teflon, yes, the fruits are soaked for a year or more. I think most homes have this big glass container that they keep on them kitchen sink. And it's full, full of rum. Full of, um, rum. Oh, yeah. And then red label wine. Uh, Chief, your mic. And then red label wine. Some people pour red label wine on it after it's baked and have that soaking as well chief your mic okay and they have that soaked in as well um Julie says i had a friend who took it to work as a snack although i told her not to she called to say she's drunk at work <laughs> yes good for her you tell her not to <laughs> but i think chief expected chocolate cake he said his favorite and he yeah. expected and a sweet subtle chocolate cake with me you know punches of that rich chocolate cake which i love also but mm. it come it doesn't compare yeah but you see how sonette just described that she was in my mouth like she understood it <laughs> completely oh i do she understood it completely <laughs> where i was coming from yeah, i spent the I'm whole kidding. day never mind i'm salivating sorry. He was waiting for that chocolate cake. It was going to be the best chocolate cake ever. Look at the it was. that thing. And then it was something different. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But man, I, I was surrounded by. I think if you're not expecting it and you you know that you're going to get black cake, you prepare yourself. You know, prepare the taste buds. <laughs> like this is not what you're expecting. It's it's black cake. There's rum. There's fruit. There's sugar. This is what you're going to get. I think I, I think yeah, it, it was a lot of eggs too. You know, I think about six to ten eggs depending on the cake. Yeah, I was just victim of my own ignorance. It was just, you know, it was a learning experience, and I I took it like a like a king, you know. And I <laughs> I grabbed my napkin and wrapped it up real nice. And <laughs> they gave me more. They <laughs> that, gave me more. That thing takes time time to bake, you know. Okay, listen. Anyway, let me keep, <laughs> let me keep it moving. Cause time isn't going on me, but yeah, I, we went so down, so far down another road. But let me get back on. Uh if you have money to spare, you can make your Mercedes EV go faster for $60 a month. Mercedes-Benz electric vehicle owners in North America who want a little more power and speed. Yeah, you can buy that 60 horsepower for just $60 a month. That's a dollar per horsepower. On other models, 80 horsepower for $90 a month. So why are they doing that? Why not just make it? as it should be and stop making more money after you've sold it because on top of that $60 or $80 per month if you have m um you know their thing where similar to starlink is it starlink that gmc has what's on star okay so mercedes has that feature where it's very it's similar to on star and you have to pay for that and 
why 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 are you doing this mercedes just give the people them the 60 horsepower or the 80 horsepower without the extra fees please don't do that in a world where everybody is um even even them struggling to know what the, but yeah so if you have money to spare folks and you want to go a little faster you can shell out that money um I saw this thing. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting what it is. But you buyers can bypass the monthly subscription completely, however, and opt for an annual subscription payment or simply pay a one-time flat fee. So they have that available to you folks. For instance, a buyer could take an all-wheel drive Mercedes-Benz EQE350 sedan from its standard 288 horsepower to 348 permanently for $1,950. That makes more sense, all right? Um, they're saying that upgrades are booming for um, car companies. It's a booming business for car companies. So every little thing you want now, they're adding it on. Some are doing subscriptions. And you know, if you don't pay the subscription for that much, you lose the feature. For example, heated seats. Yeah, you have to subscribe for heated seats. That's a waste of money because I swear you can remap. You can remap any car. Um, for they're, they're quite cheap now because I remapped mine, and it only costs because when I when I bought mine, the brake the brake was two twenty brake was and that um, I think it's up at three ten, and I only paid about two fifty. And all they do they 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 connect to, um, the computer to the dash, uh, to the um to the to the um I don't know the the motherboard or whatever and then they delete certain things and then that's that's what remap is and it it adds more speed it adds more break break fast so i don't know why people would waste their money for that oh, feature yeah i don't know but uh, listen aphrodite let me tell you the sexiest engine that i've heard to date is the lamborghini the um oh my gosh what's the model the truck Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. You pull up alongside that thing. Whew. Sexy as heck. Mm -hmm. I like a I like to hear engines. I really do. I have a weakness for that. If I were rich, I think I would have a collection of cars. The only thing, though, is that they'd have to make money for me. That's the only thing. I wouldn't just have them to look at them, but I would be renting them out. Ooh, weakness for vehicles. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't have two hundred and something thousand dollars to dump on a Lambo truck, but if I could, I think it's Urus, Urus, whatever, the, however you pronounce it. Then say if you can't pronounce it, don't buy it. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. If you can't pronounce it, don't wear it. So I have to get my vocabulary in check. Yeah, this this capitalism thing is 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 really dangerous. You know, like we're going to end up one day um, using subscription to to even go like have our haven't eaten at, at, you know, like 50 extra degree or something like that. Everything is coming with subscription nowadays, and that is so dangerous. Like, you have 50 different bills paying, you know, yeah. from, from you know, going from your thumb drive to now you have to um, put things in the cloud and, and, and pay a monthly. You have to pay monthly for this, monthly for that. that that's a dangerous thing. Capitalism, we're paying for everything. Everything. You know? Everything, James. Everything. Yes, so... In health news, a bacterial outbreak causes 31 infections in a Seattle hospital. Story reported by CNN. 
this came out in a news release from the Virginia Mason Medical Center. The most recent confirmed case was identified on April 3rd. Beginning in October 2022, Virginia Mason Medical Center detected an increase in cases of, and I cannot pronounce it, um, <clears throat> Klebsiella, I think that's the pronunciation, pneumonia bacteria, and that was found in their downtown campus. I tried, folks, I tried. Uh, yeah, it's a type of bacteria that lives in the intestines that can lead to illnesses in healthcare settings, such as pneumonia and meningitis, as well as bloodstream, wound, or surgical site infections. And that's according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So if this is something that's usually found in healthcare settings, it means that they need to double down on their um, sterilization processes, how they clean and maintain. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I'll work on that. This is not sounding too good. 31 cases. I think they need to shut down that medical center and do, you know, do a thorough top to bottom cleaning. Um, the Seattle and King County Public Health Department say they're working closely with the medical center to manage the outbreak. Next up, in Oklahoma, a woman was told to wait until she's crashing for abortion care. Story courtesy of NPR. The molar pregnancy J.C. Staten would never, had would never become a baby. It was cancerous. At the last hospital in Oklahoma she went to during her ordeal last month, uh, Staten says st staff told her and her husband that she could not get a surgical attack attention or get surgical abortion until she became much sicko they were very sincere they weren't trying to be mean they said the best we can tell you to do is sit in the parking lot and if anything else happens we will be ready to help you but we cannot touch you unless you are crashing in front of us or your blood pressure goes so high that you're fixing to have a heart attack This is hard for me to swallow. Really? Can you imagine imagine being told this? Any woman, any man being told, I'm sorry, sir, but your wife or your partner, we can't touch her until she's about to die. Oklahoma has three overlapping abortion bans with different and sometimes contradictory definitions and exceptions and because of that there is confusion and the confusion results in dangerous consequences for women in the state of Oklahoma what's going to be done about that that's all I want to know moments isn't it possible to go to another state to get done because I'm sure um, on the states, um, the states don't have different different laws. This, some of the states have different laws, but the tr the thing with this now, Teflon, the problem um, is that you could still get in trouble for it because uh, they know you're pregnant, right? And the doctors at other facilities could get in trouble for it as well. Yeah, but you're in a different state, which is governed by different different laws. So technically, are you covered? You must be covered. 
I see what you're saying, but the way things are now in this country, it's so scary. Um, <sighs> yeah, it, so really quickly, like if, if people, it depends on the states are neighboring and it depends on the laws within that state. If so, if in that, there are laws in some states that if you get assistance from another place, those people can be prosecuted as well as yourself. So it's 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 really crazy. So they just want us to die. That's what that's what they want you to do. Just if you can't have the baby, you might as well just go too. I'm sorry, that's that's terribly morbid, but that's how it sounds. It is what it is, Sonette. You have explained it quite frankly. We can't sugarcoat it. That's exactly what it is. And thank you for putting it very eloquently. You are to the point, very direct, factual. That's what they want for Teflon. It's such a shame, but in this country right now in the u.s women are dogs are treated better than women there's more compassion for animals than there is for women right now i don't know what it is but it seems as though there is a mission there is some plan to get rid of women they want us the republicans right now are pushing for us to go back home not work and I'm saying, what's going to happen to those women who are single mothers? Some by choice, which they have a choice. That's their personal choice. They're free to do so. Some because their, their partner passed away or their partner is incarcerated or their partner is sick. But their end goal is to have women barefooted and pregnant in the homes. Shut up. Only Do not speak unless you're spoken to. Your, your, your purpose is for sex and to have the children. That's what, that's what they want for women right now. Yeah, but the, the, the crazy thing too, like a, a lot of the people that are passing these laws, like if their child or grandchild so happen to get pregnant, they can put them on a plane and fly them to Thailand and get an emergency um, exactly. thing and just fly back to America and, and nobody knows, right? So the people that it, it's affecting are, you know, people who can't even afford to go out of state or go across the border or anything like that. They don't have the money to do that. So, you know, it's a shame that, you know, these, some of these women, like, who are in politics too, or some of the wives of some of these politicians who just sit there because they're like, oh, this is not going to affect me because we have money to do whatever, just in case of emergency. It's just a shame. You know, I'm glad you said that part. They sit there because it doesn't affect them. And not until it affects them will they be implored to do something about it, right? Only then. They don't care because it doesn't affect them. And you are absolutely right, Donald. That's what they're going to do. That is exactly what they're going to do. Unfortunately, not everybody has the money to go to another state to seek the, the assistance of another uh, facility where it's legal. They don't care until it's affecting them. And they will do it on a hush-hush. Their wives or their children or whatever, they're going to fly them out. Yeah, I agree. That's what they're going to do. Shh, nobody say anything. But imagine you and your wife. This is not like it's some... You and your wife. Your wife's life is in danger. Okay? And she, if she don't terminate that, that pregnancy. And they're telling you, unless she probably die, 
or about to die, they can't even do that. It's not like you, you're trying to kill a child for some nefarious reason. No, you don't want the pregnancy. You want the pregnancy, but your wife, life is in danger. So what are you going to do? Wait till she die? And the people that are making that, those rules, as James just said, and I put in the chat, when it happened to their families, you don't hear about it because they fly them out. They fly them out and come back in or they bring in their private doctors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really, it says the, right now, it's, there's a lot of confusion in this country. A lot of confusion. Everything is topsy-turvy. Everything is upside down. I, I can't call this country a circus because a circus is organized. People know exactly where they need to be, how they're to perform their stunts, timing, down pat, right? Everything is just up in the air here. Wouldn't it be easier to just split the country? You know, like conservative, like 26 state and, and, and um, liberal 26, you know, because... the James... The, the, no, the, <laughs> in 1860s, there was a war. It was called the Civil War to separate the North and the South. No, I know. Many, many millions of people died. No, no I know. But, five seconds. Yeah, but I'm not talking about like in terms of a war. Like, okay, for example. But that's like, what's going to happen, James. No, like, like, you know, you have those like strong state, like Republican um, state that Democrats are never going to win. And you have... Um, democratic state that Republicans are never going to win. It's similar to here in, in Canada, like in, in like say in, in Montreal, in Quebec, like they have the cheapest childcare um, in, in Canada. I know people move from Ontario to go there because in Ontario, like if you're working um, like say a single mom, a childcare can cost up to 2,500 or more sometimes. So some people make the conscious effort and say, you know what? We have the opportunity as Canadians to move anywhere in the country that we want. So I'm going to move to Quebec, to Montreal, where it's like something like $7 a day or whatever. And I'm going to have a better quality of life. So they have the option to move, you know, to other states. So, that, so all I'm saying is that, you know, there, there are certain strong, like certain gun states, if you're for gun, then people like are comfortable living in those states. You know, like in Los Angeles, there, there, there are some people that are more comfortable in New York, stuff like that. Not, not talking about fighting a civil war to, to think, but they're like Republican stronghold and they're Democratic stronghold and they have different values. Um, yeah, just like instead of like fighting the, the entire country, like you can't like to me, like a federal thing on abortion is, is just like nonsense. You know, let each state, you know, do make up their own um laws or whatever and and as i said like if people are comfortable with certain things they're, they're like okay like i'm not comfortable with guns florida is a gun state let me move to new york or something like that you know at least give people an option right, that's me, what i'm talking about let me play a video one second mainly for republicans who are in denial that their party of small government and conservatism is no more but AOC lays it out real clearly here about what's going on. 
the Supreme Court overturned Roe, Republican state legislatures have moved to roll back abortion access in actually with 15 states so far passing near total bans. Now access to the abortion drug Mifepristone has also been challenged. It seems pretty clear that the fight for abortion access did not end with Roe uh, mm-hmm. and opponents of abortion access are still at it very mm-hmm. much. How bad do you think this could get for reproductive rights in the United States? I think we're in extremely, in an extremely serious moment. I believe that the Republican Party will not, is not starting at Roe. They will not stop at Roe. They will not stop just at women's rights. I believe that what we are seeing is a concerted rollback of civil liberties in general. Our right to privacy, our right to bodily autonomy, our right to marry whomever we wish to marry. All of this is at risk. I do not think they will stop. And many of the folks, there were so many people when we were warning that Roe was truly at risk, called progressives hysterical. And they said that we were overestimating the risk, that this is never going to happen. And just as we warned about Roe, we are warning about the very real risks and we're already seeing the attacks on trans americans we are seeing the attacks on lgbt americans we we have even seen republican members of the senate insinuate that interracial marriage Mm -hmm. is something that should be up for debate these are our civil rights and our civil liberties and we have to resist we must resist these attempts to roll back the basic human rights of certain communities of Americans based on my... It's serious. So James, even though I don't understand what you're saying, we really have to think carefully about that. Is that where we want to go back to? Should any woman be subject to that type of living? James described what America is like... America is a united, they call it United States. The, the plan is to have 50 states. Well, the plan was 13, but we, we've grown, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's 50 states. They're separated, yes, and they have state laws, but they still have some unifying laws, James. And, and those laws are not complete. So the Supreme Court then overturned um, abortion rights. But every single state is not is not upholding or listening to everything they say. They're like, no, that's nonsense. We're not doing that. California, Michigan, um, several others, I cannot name them all because I'm terrible at that. But many states did say we don't agree and we have our own laws to protect the women and our people. I shouldn't just say women because it includes men and include people who, who transform to be, right? Anyway, it protects all people who, who can give birth and who are interested in families. So there are laws you, you what you said in your statement was why can't all states be different a lot of things they have different rules same thing with marijuana same thing with with other um with a lot of things gun rights as you brought up some states have a stronger reform on weapons california some new york some others and in the other states that are just willy-nilly like people signing off on, on registration florida um, Texas has some, uh, not complete, not, they're not as loose as you think they are, but some are. So you describe what already exists. And that's, that's all I wanted to say. And, and separating the country, 
many states have requested sequ- um, what's the word seceding mm-hmm. secession. Mm-hmm. So there's been a plan on the West Coast, California, Oregon, and I think the state of Washington have all discussed the fact of like separating from from the greater United States. The, uh, Florida, I believe, mentioned that at some point, and other states have thought about seceding from the union, but it hasn't happened because it is not, it's not a hot, hop, skip, and jump. The, the, the formers of the country wanted a United States, and that's what it is. There, obviously, we're not all united, and we don't believe in all the same things, but many states have their own rules, and they do their own things. So, I mean, I'm going to stop because I would go on. I'm done. Yeah, thank you, Sina. And there's another video I'm going to play. Hold on one second, Chief. Hold on. Listen to black women. Why did we not listen to them? So no hate to this creator because she did acknowledge that she basically didn't give a fuck until she. I'm sorry. I know we're on air, but we're almost done. So. Because over the last week or two, I've been inundated with angry white people mad at me because I said that I'm not going to. You know what? Let me save that one for afterwards. After I get off air, go ahead, Chief. It's laced with uh, words. Where's Chief? Is it me? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. The Chief is not here anymore. Oh, 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 okay. oh okay. All right. We have to be so careful because we don't know what the future holds, right? Sometimes we have to move to different states, different cities, different countries for different reasons at a particular time in our life. And it is such a shame that in the United States of America, which was never united, there is so much division. And it's sad that we have to think of even more division as a solution, which tells me, We're peddling backwards, not moving forward, where we can truly operate as a united front. Within one state, you have to see which county is the best one for you to live in. That's how bad it is. Right down to the county level. Because you cross over into that county, God forbid you do something that's not allowed there. You're not in the safe haven of your county. But you have to go to that county because that's where the job is. Because that's where the money is. Because there's no job available in the county that you live in. But you, and you should be free to live where you want to live without any hindrance. Without any hindrance whatsoever. You're right. Virginia, it's the states that's um, that are united, not the people. You're absolutely right, Chief. You're back. Thank you, Chief. He said he'll wait till we're off air. Okay, we'll. Okay, yeah. So I'll play the video off air, and I'll definitely wait until we're off air. But there is another one that I stumbled upon, and I'm 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 a little alarmed. But let me go ahead and play it. And re- oops, hold on one second. Let me get back to it. And where's my play button? Oh no, I'm sorry, I can't play it. it I lost it. I pressed delete by mistake. I'm sorry. Let me go back and try and find it. But go ahead, go right ahead. Yes, yeah, so one of the 
Yeah, so when I talk about, you know, not literally, not a literal separation, but, you know, as you said, like, Canada is a bit similar. Like, there are different provinces that um, have their um, premier and they run on certain values that they want. And certain certain provinces are better to live in, depending on what you want. Like, there are provinces that, like, that's, like, more family-friendly. So, like, if you live in, say, Toronto, and Toronto is more like of a fast-paced city. James, and sorry. For... I'm sorry, James. 30 seconds, and then I'm going to have to give um, yeah. naturally and I have yeah. to go. Yeah. Not, no, yeah, Chief so... is off air. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, yeah. So, so that's more what I'm talking about. Just, um, you know, different parts of the country where, like, um, you, you can vote for your local um, representative that have certain values and stuff like that, and it's not taken over by, like, the federal government saying that okay the entire country there's a, a, an abortion ban countrywide that's what i'm talking about okay all right thank you james go ahead uh naturalist i uh, just to the red states they're really and truly what you call welfare states uh, mm -hmm. because they are getting way more money out of the federal government than they are actually um um sending back to send to the federal government and if you think about it if republican ideas and ideals are so great why is that the poverty in this country is more severe in these red states. And that's a question that folks don't really ask more time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Um, that's a very good question. But let me go ahead and do the on-air wrap-up. And when we get back, uh, we can talk a little more. We can be a little more candid. So please bear with me. Here's a little more Afrobeats to take us out. I am living life for the speedy. Nobody like a neighbor's machine. I am stingy with my peace and I'm greedy with my happiness. I know, say, nobody. Thank you to everyone that tuned in to the Quality Music Zone, qmzradio.com for quality music while you work or play. Keep it logged on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone who logged on to johnoradio.com. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. And of course, I got to give a big thank you to everyone right here with me on Clubhouse. Thank you for the conversation filled with different perspectives, views, and opinions. 
So anything I can do to you. Coming up Monday night, days after dark, 10 p.m. Please go ahead and set your alarms. Real Relationship Talk, we're taking on the topic of telepathic cheating. Join the crew, myself, Rose Solo, Javet, Sonette, and Marlon, as we break that piece, or I should say break that conversation down to pieces. All right. I'm charged up for you, tango for two, sexy kofu, ready to do everything you like. I'll make your fire ignite until you see the sunlight. Shooting Mura Shuka, you will be needing plenty. Stamina, stamina, you gonna need more stamina. Oh, you're at the moment now. Make a no say you cover me now. So many things I could do to you. If only you give me the permission to give me the permission to show you the thing I carry. I plot the same for you. Who make a no lie on you? Who make a no lie on that below the roof? Cause I'm so into you. So many things I can do to you. If only you give me the permission to give me the permission to show you the thing I carry. To my folks on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnOradio.com, this is Moments With Me signing out. This was a Moments With Me media production. Have yourselves a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you right back here Monday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Clubhouse. I'll be right back with you. 20 bottles of star. See me come from superstar. Uh-huh. I remember how they check you when you been there telling me no Say not because I know getting money I know guilty though Nowadays when you see me girl, hello On to say you see the kind of people how they roll The way she get up, get up, yeah, she's a dancer The way she move it, 